Okay, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name is... Go. Hey, welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name is Ultra Davey. And I'm Jimmy C. How's everybody going? Here's your line. We're going to talk about these various topics. We're going to, we're going to talk about the esports arena and the Sonic Fox versus Goichi happenings. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Mike Ross's AMA, etc. Esports, FGC. Yes. All that stuff. We're going to talk about Tiger Uppercut results, pretty cool tournament. We're going to talk about Animivo and the lineup of games that they have recently announced. Yes. Pretty cool. And then assorted other fighting game community news. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the docket. Cool. Well, let's start off with... Uh, it's the reason why we want to start with the esports arena stuff before we get into the Mike Ross thing. So yeah. let's talk about this. What what, what happened? What is this? Uh, what is the esports is arena of Las Vegas? Well, uh there's an esports arena in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, you know, the esports arena from, uh, there's one in Southern California, mm-hmm. in whatever city that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're in Orange Anna? County, Santa Ana. There's also <laughs> one that they're putting in Northern California. That's right. In Oakland, I think. And there's one in Vegas. Right. At the Luxor. Which just opened up, right? Correct. So they mm-hmm. had like an opening shindig. And part of it was to have Sonic Fox versus Goichi. Um, of course, they had high-profile matches at final round. A week ago. A week before. <laughs> and famously, Goichi had called out Sonic Fox, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And then Sonic Fox called out Goichi. And now it was like a very organic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. head-to-head kind of rivalry. Uh, from what I've heard, this esports arena thing like ha- was planned even before the final round like uh-huh, exhibition uh-huh. was planned. So it's not like they were just like, oh, let's capitalize. It like was a little bit planned, but... Um, in any case, as we covered last week at final round, Goichi gave the old dunkaroo to Sonic Fox. Yes, uh, uh, ten to three. Yeah, ten to four. Sorry, ten to four. Okay, uh, that's right, ten to four, and then also beat him in the actual tournament. Right, grand finals three zero. Oh, it was a uh, oh, it was three zero, and then three two. Three two, I think. Yeah, three two. Recall correctly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So less of a blow up for sure. And then after final round, both of them traveled over to Las Vegas. They got in a bunch of casual sets against each other. Mm-hmm. At uh, Justin's place. Right, yeah. Justin Wong's house there. And Goichi apparently w- was losing to Sonic Fox mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, was, and was open about that. Yeah, Justin even said, like, oh, man, he's downloading Goichi now. So, you know, it seemed like uh, Sonic Fox started figuring things out. Right. They played each other in this first to ten at the eSports Arena launch. Right. And, you know... From the match, you could definitely see that he figured a lot of new things out. For sure, for sure. He had way better timings on the alpha counters, basically. Like, yes. He knew when to time it against adult Gohan's lightning kick so that yeah. he wouldn't die, etc., etc. So yeah. you could definitely tell that he... Uh, like he was using that hard tag OS. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He, his, his offense seemed better and his defense seemed better. Like on both ends, I yeah. felt. Yeah. Uh, and so he started. He jumped out to a big lead. It was was it six to four at one point for okay. Sonic Fox. Uh, if I'm reading that right, yeah, that's what it was. And then after that, it was six to one Goichi. Mm-hmm. So Goichi, you know, one way to look at this is that Goichi figured it out, counter adapted. Yeah, mid set. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, another way is that Sonic Fox's pad wasn't working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That was definitely something he brought up towards yes. the end. He said that he was having some issues with the pad, and uh, he had to switch to a different pad, and it wasn't broken in like his was right. and everything. So Yeah, I mean, 
I, I've never known Sonic Fox to lie about stuff. Uh, I don't think that's him, so I, I'll take him at his word. But man, that is a big bummer. Yes, that is uh-huh. a, that uh-huh. super sucks. And you know, if you, you go back and watch a little bit, there are some times where like he's not moving like you might expect, and he like gets hit by stuff where it's just like a raw jump in, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're like, why would he just get hit by like a raw jump in? <laughs> right. Uh, so you know, I don't want to like completely say that that's nonsense. If I were on commentary, I would be. I would have ripped him up for sure. Right, but I would. I, I mean, I, I, when I, when, I, when that camera yeah, came back to to. Yeah, to Chris and, yes, yeah, and yeah, they uh-huh. didn't rip on Sonic Fox. I couldn't believe it. Well, because remember, he also plays it. at NLBC, and so they were, they, you know, they're, they're they're for his boy, you know, they're yeah, for his boy. For sure. uh, no, I don't. I don't think he was lying. I, I yeah. just, it's just unfortunate. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, what did you think about it? I mean, did you did you watch it? Did you? Uh, see I it? did see it, and actually, I think are we still playing Uniel right now? Did you change us to? Uh, did you change the title and everything like that? I did change the title, but I don't think I changed the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. We're still under Uniel cool. right now. So here, let me type, change this. You here. got it. Under Night in Birth. That's right. Okay, there we go. All right, okay. But yeah, uh, people definitely... I mean, I, I don't think that he's in a situation where he was going to lie about it, but it definitely felt like it was kind of a similar thing where Goichi just kind of counterfigured him out a little bit. But, you know, again, now what are you supposed to think about it, right? I mean, it definitely looked like Sonic Fox had the read early on. It definitely seemed like that he figured something out, that he was adapted a lot better to the matchup, and that he was able to uh, weather the, the, the mix-ups from Goichi, as well as land his mix-up more often. Because yeah. by the end of the final round set, he couldn't land anything. But it kind of went the same way, though. At the end of this set, he wasn't yeah. able to land as much stuff as well. Yeah, he was so. getting opened up more, and he was opening up less, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. So whether that was just the pad, or whether it was like the pad plus Goichi was like counter-adapting, or what... I don't know, but it definitely seemed like Goichi was the best still. Right. At least, mm-hmm, in, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. in that He's step. still the best. He's still the best it seemed for, like now. It. for now. So, But, again, uh, not sure what to think about the whole, like, I don't know. like wh- About their, their matchup? About just the, the, the pad situation. Like Ah, yeah, I mean, it just sucks. You know, it, it's... Like it, there's nobody to blame other than Sonic Fox. Like you, you bring your own pad. Mm-hmm, you know, you mm-hmm, got to make mm-hmm. sure it's working. Right. If it had been a stick that no longer functioned, same problem. Like you just <laughs> have to pay attention to how, to what your right. equipment is. Yeah. Uh, did, did you actually see the picture of Fubar Duck at Tiger Uppercut? They said he was like desyncing hundreds of controllers yeah, from that, that from the PlayStation Four. So yeah. But I mean, I think Sonic Fox uses a wired pad though, doesn't he? I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. But yeah, again, a lot of the times if your controller malfunctions, it's your fault. You can't really do Actually, anything. Actually, no, about I heard that. that he uses uh, that he was like running out of batteries, so I guess it couldn't oh, have been wired. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what? But did no, they, I mean, did you gotta... he actually leave a backup in his room or something like that? Is that what he talked about? Mm. So. Yeah. So I guess some people are saying that he forgot it in a bag in his room or something like that. Well, so. that that sucks. But uh, <laughs> but again, I don't think it was just that. It seemed like he was also getting outplayed. And, and as we mentioned last week, I also think that his team is not quite up to it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play the uh, same uh, team, uh, just in reverse order, with sixteen in the front and black in the back. And I I feel like although each individual character is very strong. That they're not as much of like a team as right. some other teams are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and especially the way that Sonic Fox plays it with Black in the front, because that's really the only neutral assist among those three. With Black in the front, uh, or even with with Hit in the front, uh, I don't feel like it's like Max. Right, and and it was the same kind of hit. situation where 
his 16 was doing so much work. Yeah. And so I just like, his solo 16 would do so much work. Why wouldn't you use 16 with assists? I, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, although I do feel like 16 is one of the best anchors. Right. He's uh, also one of the best points because he's just yeah, one of the best characters. Uh, he's just one of the, the best game. characters, yeah. So, sure. yeah, I, I feel like that's still something he needs to look at. And, and he is. I mean, he's been talking about how he's looking at you know, adult Gohan, he posted up videos of Cell, he posted videos of, or he's asking for videos about Gotenks, like right. he's looking into all these other uh-huh, characters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be more. Yeah. Okay. Because definitely Goichi is maximizing the nonsense. Mm-hmm, like, you can mm-hmm. always count on Goichi yeah. to pick the top tier. Uh-huh, he did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you get that. So that's what he should do. That freaking Vegeta assist all day, helping him out and everything. Dude. It definitely so, is good. Yeah. There's no and doubt. Cell. To Cell. I joke that Cell is basically now my version of Urian of, for Dragon Ball. And someone was like, because I was like, Cell has everything and blah, blah, blah. And a bunch of people were like, how does that comparison make sense? Urian doesn't have everything. And I was like, no, just in how much I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Okay. Because that character drives me nuts right now. Cell yeah, drives pretty me good. nuts. Pretty so, good character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the actual match. Anything else to say about the actual gameplay? Um, not Not offhand, no, no. So that's there's not, obviously a lot to say about everything else. Exactly, right. So so that's not all we wanted to talk about with respect to the esports arena stuff. There was also the production of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was confusing, I felt. It was just like kind of scatterbrained in a way. On, on the one hand, very high-level maximum esports, mm-hmm, right? Some mm-hmm. of the video packages that they produced. The one about Sonic Fox, I actually thought was nice, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? I didn't, like, I didn't have much objection to that. But you know some of the things where they like they're like walking through the hallway and they're like let's catch up with what they were doing and in like Las slow Vegas. Motion and then they do the whole Dragon Ball yeah, pose, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. Uh, come on, right? That's yeah. all right. Could do yeah. without that. But at the same time, the stream was like weird quality at, for periods. It was just real bad. Like, just, like every, I don't know how it happened bad. They activate super and like the screen would just turn half gray. Like yeah. it would just disappear all of a sudden and there were just artifacts everywhere. And yeah, there was definitely a lot of issues. And I wonder if it is just like an internet problem that they had to lower their bandwidth otherwise. Or their, their bit rate. Right. Because it just was eating up too much of the bandwidth. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be wild if Esports Arena in Luxor right. didn't uh-huh. have like great bandwidth i just there's got to be something right. uh-huh. else it had i just to don't have think something. that could be it yeah so uh, you know i don't want to bust them too much for having initial problems because it's like opening it's night more or less yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's okay it's, it just it just felt confusing because that you have screwy stream uh quality and also just like maximum esports back some people were saying rocket league looked fine so, yeah, yeah, the other stuff uh, was, from what I could see, was fun. So, what happened? Do they have some weird settings on the PlayStation, maybe? I don't know. I, re- but... I really don't know. But there, there was other stuff, too. Uh, like, there was Smash 4, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't really get to see much of, uh, or I chose not to, more accurately. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just continue, to be real, yeah, buddy. Continue, yeah, continue, continue. We'll, we'll just gloss over that. Go ahead. Uh, continue. Anyway. Um... And very, very amusingly, one of the times that they were talking about the match, the match was actually happening already, uh-huh. and they were like, all right, let's go into the match. Apparently, they've already started. Bayonetta had already won. <laughs> like, like literally, it's like a, it was just like a produced joke. Like, they went back to the screen, and it says KO, and like, that's it. <laughs> it was like exactly at that moment. Oh, it was man. crazy. So, so, but that's, that's, that's part of the weirdness of it, is, is that... They're doing all these fancy things, and, and the venue looked super fancy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, making these like weird choices, like 
to have to come back to the Smash Four video like right then, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. rather than when the match actually started. So I, I don't know, dude. It's pretty weird. Pretty weird. Yeah, and then and then apparently a, a lot of people had issues with the translator as well. Right. So apparently she kept embellishing things that were not actually happening. Right. So apparently Goichi was like, "I will try my best." And she <laughs> yeah. was like, "I will win. Come at me," or something like that. And it was just like. And Goichi even looked confused. He's just like, yeah. I don't understand English, but that sounds like more than what I said. <laughs> he definitely knows some words. Right. Like, uh -huh. I've, I've said words to him, like, a oh, little okay, bit, minimally, okay, you know, okay. not not much. And, and uh, remember, I, I told you last week that when Dogra beat Goichi, Dogra was, like, yapping at him. and was like, oh, are you salty, you know? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, when, that, when that happened, there were some other things that they were saying that, like, uh, or that... Other people were saying in English that they could hear that I saw them like oh, looking. Yeah, oh, okay, reacting. okay. So there's some words in there, not okay. not a lot though. <laughs> oh man, that's actually funny. Oh, he can read English, so I guess yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean oh, he, so like I said, he's. I've had minimal conversations with him. He hasn't talked a lot, but maybe he just understands me, and that's fine. Some people are saying that, you know, the translator was reading a script or something like that. Was it, did they pre-plan what they were going to say for the interview or something like that? I don't know, I don't but know, that but seems kind of in keeping with, like, how things problems. were, yeah, were uh -huh, run. Uh -huh. So there's this there's this esports stuff that... Came out of this, right? E yeah. Right, uh -huh. yeah. It's, it's just like a side of... The esports style of production that we in the FGC just don't care for. <laughs> uh, I don't. I kind of don't get why other scenes are okay with it, but mm -hmm. uh, I guess they are or can't do anything about it or right. whatever. But uh, for us, I felt like it, it helped open up another discussion into esports versus FGC, which kind of brings us into the second right. topic here. I mean, like, one of the things that I was tweeting about, too, is that one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of these productions feel the need to do these yeah. arm pose, you know, stuff and oh, slow motion going, because I think that they, in their hearts, are embarrassed by video games. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, we, we need to make them cool. Right. So let's make them do these things here. Let's try to make them look badass. Let's try. Right. And it's like, you make games look cool by, in your heart, believing that games are cool. For sure. <laughs> you know? That's the thing. It's like, you don't do it by trying to mask what it is. Like I said, yes, a lot of these players are very antisocial and they are not very good social. Not even that know? many, to be honest, but right. some of them certainly. But some of them can be, right? So for and, sure. And sure, so, so there might be some awkward. So just talk to them about the game. Let their game do the talking for them, you know, kind of situation. Or find the guys like a K-Brad who, who you will just get the best interview out of no matter what, you know what I mean? Like... That we're there, but then if you have one of those awkward interview things, don't try to like hype it up with something weird. Just have show Goichi in his training, like like have B-roll footage of Goichi training, and then Sonic Fox training, and then yeah. just showing that kind of stuff. Don't don't do like I said, the arms folding or whatever, all that stuff. No, like that. I, so. I I think what you bring up is that sounds right to me because what I've often thought about esports, even down to the name of it, is that it's about sportsifying video games mm -hmm. because yeah. video games aren't good enough right right exactly exactly uh, it's in it's literally in the name like you need to call it esports instead of video games because that's not mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. enough or whatever uh -huh. it is. exactly um not marketable enough or whatever so that that definitely i think is in keeping with mm -hmm. with what i expected about um esports but it's not obviously it's not always like that now there are i feel some productions that have roots in esports that are that are great mm -hmm. it's not always bad oh yeah, yeah but yeah. uh but there is that 
that sort of feeling of phoniness that comes in sometimes and, mm-hmm. and that uh, has been around for a long time and has been you know, a big part of why in the FGC were, we were suspicious yeah. about it. I mean, I, I see some people in the chat mentioning like it's not necessarily embarrassment, just copying sports, actual TV sports commentary and stuff like that. I'm fine with that. Like, I actually think that's cool because a lot of times they do that, but it's not like you're not going to... Like, for example, when ESPN decides to try to show something about, like, Scrabble, they're not going to make the Scrabble kids run down a hall that's, like, all colored and, and, and stuff like oh that. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? But it's still a sports production. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, you can do sports production without trying to turn it into something it's not. Well, even in sports, I mean, I don't watch that many sports nowadays, uh-huh. but I did for many, many years. And I don't recall that many, like, hockey games that had like, let's check out what the competitors were doing beforehand. They walked down a menacing blue hallway. <laughs> I don't think so, right? How often does that even right. happen? Uh, uh, because, because <laughs> like you like hockey. That's uh-huh, why you're watching uh-huh. this hockey yeah, TV yeah, yeah. program because you just want to follow hockey, uh, and like you already like it. You don't need the extra like nonsense, you know. Uh-huh, just uh-huh. like have conversation with the players, which is what they did. Right. They were just like after the after the game, you just have a conversation with whoever the goalie uh-huh, was, uh-huh. or hey, how'd it yeah, go? Uh-huh. All right. You don't you don't need any of the extra stuff because it's good on its own. It's right. already legitimate. You don't mm-hmm. need the extra mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. You don't need exactly. the phoniness. Don't have to turn it into something that's not. Yeah, that's just all it is. So, that, and that, that's not to say that there's not like the extra glitz and stuff in yeah. in sports productions. You know, they sometimes uh, do a lot to make the make things seem more epic. You know, what right. I mean, that definitely does happen. But I'm not necessarily opposed to that if it's done in a reasonable way. I just mm-hmm. didn't think that part of what eSports Arena did was reasonable. Right. Uh, I mean, perfect examples like Red Bull Kumite had some of those things where they had um, like Butex follow uh, Luffy and Kayane mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of like seeing what they're doing. That's or right. Like yeah, that. yeah, their local scene. Even, even Evo on ESPN has always been produced by Tenno. That's true. And so it was still sport. And so you had those sequences where like Tasty Steve is talking about the Evo Perry, the Evo moment and stuff like that, you know. What he described as like driving a car through a window and then it explodes and all. You know, like it was something crazy, like, but it was genuine because yeah. it was Tasty Steve being yeah, Tasty yeah. Steve, right? And it's like I said, you know, anytime you're genuine about something, it comes off on camera, you know what I mean? But when you get someone like Goichi and Sonic Fox walking down through a colored hallway, and I know we're harping on that particular sequence. It's just but, so silly. Yeah. I saw that and like, I, it made me want to turn off my computer. Like yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't want to see this. Like those those two dudes are mega nerds. You know, I've hung out with them. They're <laughs> they're very nice. I like them both, but they're for sure all they were doing in Vegas was playing Dragon Ball. Yeah, uh-huh, there uh-huh. were there's nothing else. Definitely. <laughs> like maybe they went out to Korean barbecue with Justin or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I and I think that's fine. I think that's cool. Like that's what I'm interested in right so i don't need the extra whatever just right and like i said i feel like that's over overcompensating for their yeah. own internal embarrassment about video games yeah. you know what i mean so it's like you can't just do the regular thing you have to go over the top to make right. them that much better and as opposed to just like this is cool on its own one of the reasons why like the poker productions on espn work so well is because they eventually just started highlighting the players but did so in a very true normal fashion it wasn't like crazy Oh, look at these poker players. Yeah, they're not like cartoon characters. Right, exactly. Except for that one dude in the hat. He's in like a cartoon character. Wait, which (laughs) one? Uh, 
He had long hair and he always wore a hat. You're talking about Chris Jesus Ferguson? That sounds right, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> that guy was awesome, though. <laughs> I guess. He so. actually could throw cards and cut fruit. Like, what? He, yeah, he would. He, he could actually do okay, that. They had right. a whole segment on him and he was like chopping bananas with a, with a, with playing cards. Wow, and that's so. pretty cartoony. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> Good stuff, then. Chris Jesus Ferguson. You can back awesome, that up, dude. I guess. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the, the production could have been a lot better. Um, I just I, we don't need. It's it's like when E League did the the security guard with mm-hmm, Wolf Cronin and mm-hmm. K Rep. You just let them have a rivalry, and that's fine. You don't need to like play up the extra right. uh-huh. nonsense of it because everybody knows it's just shtick. Mm-hmm, we weren't mm-hmm. actually worried about them fighting, like obviously. Right. Um, so why have the extra shtick? And plus, let's say they did play each other and no one fought and they didn't say anything. That's part of the story. Yeah. Automatically. For sure. You know what I mean? So, you know, know, there's things that you don't need. And to E-League's credit, they didn't do that kind of thing again. And when Injustice came around, I felt like they had a better, like, grasp on how to handle Mm -hmm, FGC mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. So, um, could have been better. But, uh... Esports, you know? Yeah. You want to move on to the next thing? I mean, Seth Killen has always said the thing about Evo, for example, right? It's like they just put it there and magic happens. You know, yeah. like that that's kind of thing. So even like at Capcom Cup, the fact that Nemo and Itazan got to play each other and Nemo even got to do the handshake thing to Itazan, that was all organic. You know what I mean? It right. just happened. That's and true. That's, that's important. Yeah. It, it needs to be organic. So For sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so anything else to say about the esports arena stuff? Nah, let's move on. So we brought this up at the start rather than other things because I felt like it ran into the second topic pretty well. Right. Which is to cover the AMA actually. that Mike Ross did over the weekend. Or maybe that was, was that yesterday or a couple days ago. I don't know. Uh, mm. In any case, his, his AMA on Reddit. So um, did you read it? I read a lot of it. I don't know if he added more to it afterwards. Okay, fair enough. So, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I caught uh-huh, actually everything uh-huh. he did. So uh, I did read it. I did read a lot of it. And um, what uh, to be honest with you, I read it and like a lot of it made me sad, actually, to be honest. And one of my biggest reactions of it was that I felt like I was really sad. Okay. I felt kind of down afterwards for a lot of different reasons, right? Um, you know, one, you know, Mike Ross and I had had conversations a long time ago before he even like got big or whatever yeah. like that and he's often said to me that one of the reasons why he went for the whole thing is because of a conversation that we had and dang. stuff like that so I'm just like dang did I like throw him into the, like I feel bad that he had like this horrible experience <laughs> yeah, well, on him but you know at the same time you know it's his decision it doesn't matter yeah, what I say so it doesn't even matter but at the, also at the same time too you know a lot of people respect Mike Ross Mike Ross keeps it real and, you know, he's definitely very anti-esports right now. And, uh, you know, I, I don't like esports, esports, the production thing. Yeah. But I understand the growth of the fighting game community. And I know a lot of people, you know, what's one of the reasons why that a lot of people target me as like a shill or something like that is because I do want it to grow. And I've said that many times yeah. that in my heart of hearts, you know, I've been living the fighting game community for 20 years as a niche thing and I'm kind of tired of it you know what I mean I'm tired of it not just because I don't like seeing it's not just like I want us all to be rich I want the success it's just I'm tired of having people not be able to enjoy these awesome talented players 
I want these stories to be told. You know, I want PR Balrog to be popular. I want, I you. you know, Justin to be well-known and stuff like that. Not because, like I said, I, I just want to be validated. It's not kind of like, a, oh, I need to validate video yeah. games thing. It's just, these guys are my friends. I want them to be successful. And I think fighting games are awesome. And honestly, I've part of it probably really is that I've dedicated too much of my life to this. And if it goes away, I would feel pretty crappy about <laughs> that. You know, there's definitely a lot of that to that. It's understandable. Yeah, for sure. Well, before we talk more about it, do you have like a little, do you remember what he said? Can you like inca- oh, yeah, recap Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of things, like he was just saying he hated what happened. Like he, he hated the esports side of things. He did not like uh, where it was going. And so he just wanted to quit. He hated uh, like people trying to make it something that it wasn't, you know, and some people asked him like, you know, so what do you really think of Street Fighter V? And he said, Street Fighter V sucks. I hate that game. Yeah. You know, he was like, if you if if you're an 18 er and you want to like the game, more power to you. Yeah. But like, the game sucks, and all of a sudden he was pretty angry. I mean, he, it was pretty angry, but it wasn't angry. He was like very, it was very it candid. Angrily. It was yeah. candid. It was very candid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he also talked about how he tried to make Capcom Pro Talk work. That's right. Which is, of course, the show that he did on Tuesdays. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, for a while. It was a couple, yeah, couple with years. Yeah, Flow, too. Yeah. Much mm-hmm. of the time with Flow. And that he did a lot of the payment stuff out of his own pocket and that Capcom didn't support it. Because they didn't think it gave him any money. Or right. Whatever so like that. When, yeah. when he was told that Capcom didn't support it, that they didn't see why, any reason why I should continue, then he just stopped it because he thought, well, if they don't even care, like, why am I doing this? Right. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So there was a lot of... of um, I mean, it, I don't know disappointment. Yeah, I, I feel like that 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 was kind of as much as distaste was a big part of it. Dislike for how things were going. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of disappointment in there too. Yeah, I mean, look, CVT was awesome. It was great. It was like what it's, Mike Ross was amazing on that Super thing. Mike Ross awesome. and Flo were amazing. Awesome, right? I loved watching that. I, I thought that was like well, when I could, because unfortunately I was at work and Twitch just blocked at my work, so it was like <laughs> really hard at the time. Um, but you know. It's, it's again, the thing about it is, like, and I, I'm going to say this without trying to sound like I'm trying, I'm trying not to ride Mike Ross, okay, here. I'm just, Mike Ross is a visionary, okay? I'm just yeah. going to say that. He had a lot of insight to really what to do. I mean, as much as anybody can say anything about cross-counter TV, that was successful, like what they did. Oh, yeah. They crafted something very successful for themselves, right? Capcom Pro Talk was a great vision. A lot of things that he tried to do at Twitch were great visions, but sometimes he just wasn't allowed to do it. And this is the problem with the real world, is like a lot of times people at home are always like, just do this and this will solve the problem. A lot of times the world doesn't agree with you on that. Right. You know what I mean? And it's too dangerous and it's or it's too risky or they you can't prove to the people that it's going to make money. And honestly, it's true. The older you get, the harder it is for you to see different kind of ideas, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the music industry is in that right now. Yeah, you get in a rut, for sure. Right. So uh, honestly, I, I really feel like he was he he was on the right track. And to hear that Capcom kibosh, the Capcom Pro Talk, especially because, you know, at the time, there was a lot of people we knew that was working there. And, like, right now, there's a lot of, like, I wonder if the people at Capcom right now are even, like, what the hell? Why would we have shut that down? You know what I mean? Like, are they even thinking yeah, that? Yeah, who even, yeah. Right? Where in Capcom did that come from, right? Right, I don't know. exactly. And it seems really, really weird that that would 
B-Shots, because it was great. It, it was great, it, yeah. it, it got a lot of eyes on the Capcom Pro 2. I thought it was super valuable. Definitely. And it's hard for a lot of people to understand not seeing hard, true money. And I don't know if that came from the Japan side. Yeah. Because that's definitely a Japan thing. Yeah. That is definitely a Japan thing. Yeah, so. I really don't know. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for for Mike, so before, I, I, I'd like to talk about his thoughts on sort of esports and, and all that stuff. But even before... Uh, I just want to talk about Mike himself. He he was obviously extremely popular, mm-hmm. and he he hated popularity. He had to deal with a lot of stupid shit, dude. He, well, for sure he did. But I mean, he didn't he didn't like being popular. Like he he's told me that a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And there were even times after tournaments when James and I'd be old people and just go up to our room and like get a pizza or whatever, uh-huh. and we would invite Mike up and we would just sit there silently. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Because uh, none of us, like, we're just, like, over it, you know? Yeah. We don't, it's nice to meet people, to but, out. like, no, but, but really, like, it's nice to have a little break. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and he, uh-huh. he would talk about how he felt like he didn't get breaks. And yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. he constantly had to deal with being, like, a personality. Many times before he went on to host a, a program, he would tell me, I don't like hosting. Like, right. I, I, uh-huh, why am uh-huh. I here? I don't, this is not something I like to do. So he, he was, uh, awesome at all those things. He's yeah. a great host, and but he didn't like it. And, yeah, and I've and always felt like that was a big issue for him that he kind of fell into this thing that he was great at, uh, and that uh, was valuable for the community for sure, but that he himself didn't enjoy. Yeah, and, and you know, he had to deal with a lot of stupid things. I mean, Mike Ross is also a very prideful person. You yeah. know, he really believes in himself. I mean, I think that's probably why they, you know, believe became his kind of uh, catchphrase at one point in time. Because he would make some crazy comebacks. He got top fourth at Evo, you know, top yeah. four at Evo that one time and all this stuff. But then, you know, it, it was that joke. Like, there was a great story that I saw that, you know, someone had a Mike Ross as a fraud sign. Did you see? Did you read I about did see this? That. Yeah, this yeah. Is, so, like, the guy had this Mike <laughs> Ross as a fraud sign. And then after the thing was done, like, after the tournament, he walked up to Mike and was like, can you sign this? And Mike's like, sure. So he takes the sign and he just tears it up and just, like, yeah. drops it and walks away. Yeah. Because, he, like, he was with his, his at that time, girlfriend, I think, or something that's like that. That's yeah. what it said, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, he just had to deal with a lot of that stuff. And I know that he's one of those, I, he he doesn't want to deal with that. I mean, and, and you I can don't, blame him. Yeah, absolutely. In, in fact, I, I, saw, I saw him and his girlfriends get harassed so much. That when I started dating my now girlfriend, I didn't want to like make it public because <laughs> yeah, 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 I was worried that uh-huh. she, like that that would happen to her. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I didn't want it, didn't want that to happen. It's true. I never it's never true. did. But that was a big concern because I saw what Mike had to go through. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I just I feel like there's on on top of his distaste for SF5, which I think is real, mm-hmm. and and how things went in terms of of Twitch and Capcom and esports and stuff. There's also this side that I feel like is just him just being done with mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. doing stuff that he didn't want to do. Like being a public persona rather than just like a player and a guy yeah. who hangs out. Like ha- like the extra burden of it, uh, I feel like he kind of finally threw off. You know, yeah. he, he sort of just like didn't want to have it anymore, which like, I, I get. I can totally see him coming back as a player and just not doing the, the, the personality things. And I think yeah. that would work out for him because I know that's kind of what he would rather do. He, in, in his heart of hearts, he would rather be a player. I'm sure. You know, sure you're right. 
And uh, like, for example, I feel the same way. If I could be competitive right now, I'd rather be playing right now. But I do commentary because I know I can't be competitive yeah. right now. You know. So, but the thing is, I think Mike is still in a position where he could do it. In fact, you know, he's still playing Guilty Gear. He does like a couple of like yeah. silent, hidden streams with right. Guilty Gear where it's playing, but he's not on camera. You don't hear him or anything for like sure. that. So for sure. Um, uh, yeah, there's nothing. Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, it's not like he went crazy or anything. I just I feel like he got fed up with doing stuff that he didn't want to do, and he didn't see why he should do it if it wasn't appreciated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it's funny because Mike Ross had probably one of the thickest skins that I knew. Oh, he right? put up with a lot. And and it's funny because I get into a lot of arguments with people. You know, when I talk about like you know taking certain language out of commentary or like you know being more inclusive to 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 genders and stuff like that, and people are like. You know, you're just too sensitive. Get a thicker skin, thicker skin, and stuff like that. But I, I said something recently to somebody that I just really like that quote. But I was just like, the thickest skin, like, will still lose to like, uh, you know, ten thousand BB guns. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, you there's, there's just, a limit. You can't do that. And certain people get bombarded with that kind of thing, right? When you're a minority, you get bombarded way more than if you're not a minority. Sure. And if you're a personality like Mike Ross, you're going to get bombarded a lot. Especially because that almost kind of became a shtick it after definitely a did. while, and I don't know how that happened. It was a really unfortunate turn of events. Yeah, you know how Flo would like rib him, and you know, and yeah. on, and just on the excellent adventures, he would get mad and yeah. everything like that. It became a shtick, so yeah. it became like he's in on the joke when you have the Mike Ross as a right. fraud side, right. but he never really was in on. I the think joke. that's a good way to put it. If, if uh-huh. you're if you're that guy asking Mike Ross in that situation. You've seen Mike deal with crap enough and like kind of laugh it off that you think, well, this is just the, this is the thing. So I'm going to make him deal with some crap and it'll be funny. Right. Because <laughs> Mike thinks this is funny, right? <laughs> Having seen it so many times. Uh, but there's a limit. Right. There's a limit. Exactly. So, um, so. That's, none of that is to say that I think it's just that he had some personal problem and that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's that the other issues aren't real because right. I think some of them are. It's just that I think there also was this aspect of, Mike doing stuff he didn't want to do for so long and it finally just right. got to be too much. And, and, you know, keep in mind, too, the mere fact that we're having almost like a, you know, 20-minute conversation about Mike Ross is already yeah. is something he probably really doesn't like. Probably so. You know, so this is probably not, like, he, he would probably be mad if he saw us talking about it for this long. This is not the th- kind of thing that he wants. For sure. You know what I mean? But Gotta do it, though. I mean, we gotta talk about it. It's, 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 it's the fun. news. Yeah, it's the topic, unfortunately, for him. Unfortunately, but you know he has to know that when he puts an AMA out like that, then he's going to be part of the conversation. He's a smart fellow. Yeah, sure. exactly. So I mean, look, I love the guy to death. I've hit him up a couple of times, right? I didn't say happy birthday to him, but then again, I don't say happy birthday to anybody. I'm just letting you know Dang. right now. I actually don't. It's actually a personal decision of mine because. I know so many people a lot of the times that I feel like if I accidentally leave one out, that's even worse. So if mm. I just say happy birthday to nobody, that it kind of... Do you think like all of your friends are getting together and talking about whether you <laughs> you told them happy Dude, birthday? That's, that is the <laughs> paranoia of my life. You know, that's what I tell you, man. So uh, um, Guess what, Jim? <laughs> he didn't say happy birthday to right. me this year. Plus another thing too is like, I, you know, I... I'm getting to that age and I know other people get to that age where they just don't want to know about their birthday Mm, so like sometimes I just don't say anything to anybody but um uh but again like I love the guy to death 
you know, I, I really hope for the best for him. I hope he does come back to the fighting game community because honestly, the fighting game community misses him. They just let him hang out with him, you know. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't want to do hosting and stuff, that's fine to me. But right, right, yeah, um, yeah. just be nice to hang out. Yeah, so. exactly. I just want him there because I just want to hang out. And even as a player, if he's just there as a player, he's charismatic enough. I, I like the poker analogy again. I always felt like Mike Ross was like the Daniel Negreanu, like he was the guy that everybody loved. You know, like everyone for some reason was like, I want this guy to win after they saw the profiles on TV. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Mike Ross was kind of like that. So, you know, if he could come back as a player and then we can hang out in our room eating pizza all yeah. day, you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything to each other. Like, I'm totally happy with that. And I even saw a lot of a bunch of people in the chat were like, that actually sounds like an awesome time. <laughs> just, yeah, we were just on right? the phones, yeah, uh-huh. just eating pizza. Just talking or just every once in a while just say like one thing to each other yeah. and then we're like, okay, that's pretty, pretty accurate, insane. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but a- anyway... Uh, with respect to the the larger issue about FGC becoming two esports, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel I feel like that's something that we're all worried about, and and are trying to not make happen. So everybody who I've talked with about this in the FGC is thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Players, commentators, organizers, broadcasters, like all the different roles, everybody's mm-hmm, thinking about mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and and. Nobody wants it. Um, that said, everybody has a different idea, different conception of what makes the FGC, what the essential part of yeah. the FGC is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nobody, it's not just a monolith. Everybody has different thoughts. And everybody has a different line as to where it, be- it goes, it becomes too different, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Should you have two guys walking down the blue hallway when you ask what they were doing in Vegas Most and then they pose? No. Yeah, Probably uh, not, yeah, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But there's, there's something... There's a whole set of of things that are like before that that people will Dude, differ on. Like even I still remember getting you know having debates with other production people of whether a pre-show post-show was more important than replays. You know, right. and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, right. Like little things like that. There's definitely gonna be a lot of different ideas there. For sure. I mean, the thing about it is for me is that the problem is that esports is so established already. You know what I mean? Like, even though it's still in its infancy and it's it's still going to change a lot, it's going to change a lot. But what esports side of things feel like is esports is really established, and they're trying. I feel like they're kind of trying to force that onto the fighting game community. Still, it's always been that way for a very long time. And my point is that esports doesn't have to be one kind of thing, right? So while I'm like, you know, fuck esports, I don't want to go into that direction. At the same time. I'm like, let's make this grow and be successful. James, isn't that just trying to go esports? Yes, but on my own terms, right? Yeah. And and I think we're in a unique position where the fighting game community is definitely way more self-observing. I don't know, like we we look we we stare at ourselves a, a lot, right? And I feel like we're in a position where we can control what our version yeah. of esports is. You know what I mean? I want us to be FGC. And if that, you know, I don't mind having good production, but like, yeah. but even like choices, like I don't wear a tie on stream anymore, only for Evo and Capcom Cup, right? But outside of that, I've stopped. Last right. two years, I haven't worn a tie on right. stream at all because that's not FGC to me anymore, right? And so like there are decisions that we can make, but still be kind of professional if we can. Yeah. I don't ever want to take away like a Yipes and Lee Chung commentary. 
Like, that yeah. should never happen. Like, they should be commentating until the end of time. You know, I don't have a one set idea. This is how every commentator should sound and look. It's kind of thing like that. You know what I mean? I want all the different kind. And, you know, I have fun when, when we actually do get to mix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. When it's like Yipes and you, and then me and Lee Chung or something. For sure, like. yeah. I think it's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, as I think we've often said, what matters the most to me is that fighting game. Uh, esports, I guess, fighting game esports is done by fighting game folks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that it's not just an outside organization that just swoops in and, and handles things. Mm-hmm. And I think that mostly we are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the organization, production, certainly commentary, um, all the playing, all that stuff is almost all by fighting game folks. Yes. Uh, and in uh-huh. fact, it, I feel like if anything, fighting game folks have have sort of infiltrated. The rest of esports better than the rest of esports has infiltrated fighting games in terms of what who is working right. on what. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm really happy about that. Uh, there are still some times when I think that things go too far, mm-hmm. um, but I th- personally I feel like that's rare. So right. my 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 own thoughts are that fighting games has not gotten to esports yet because what would signify that it's gone to esports to me is if esports folks that is to say non-endemic fighting mm-hmm, game folks mm-hmm. are the people like running, running the show right. making the decisions mm-hmm. and i don't feel like that is happening i feel like it's very much the opposite yeah and in fact you know even something like evo which is about you know maximum professionalism that we can get right because it's on espn yeah. and all that stuff like that but some people were talking about the li joe moment when he came out of the tunnel mm-hmm. and was like high-fiving everyone and him and yipes gave each other a hug all this stuff was just natural. It was right. organic. You know, right. it just happened because that what was going to happen, whether the cameras were on or not. And that's that's right. kind of the, that's kind of the goal. So it's weird. I want the professionalism, but at the same time, I never want to lose our heart. I I I never want to see our players behind a red rope or red curtains yeah. or something at an event. And everybody that I talk to, I'm always like, this is the greatest thing about this is that you're talking to me right now. There's Daigo walking around looking yeah. lost because he always, <laughs> always looks lost when he's walking around, <laughs> For sure. right? You know, and it's like we're never. I never want to get to that point. You know, will we get there if if the the idolization becomes a problem? Maybe, but like if I can fight the idolization, you know, problem, I will do my best to fight that. You know. Yeah. So uh, with respect to to Mike's distaste for uh, his sort of public persona. Uh, he he was much deeper into that than anybody else in mm-hmm. fighting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else in fighting games had that kind of persona. Yeah. Uh, he he was by far, I felt like the most sought after person when it came to to walking around events and getting you know requests to mm-hmm. say hi mm-hmm. and whatever, uh, and and social media hit, hitting up and all that stuff. It, it uh, when I've been to esports events, I mean, I, you know, I've seen uh, prominent. Esports casters have to just sit down at a at a desk and have like public signings, signings yeah, uh-huh. because so many people want to talk to them, and literally the line will be a hundred people long, and mm-hmm. you know it'll take a long time, and and so so they're dealing with that. Nobody else in the FGC dealt with that, mm-hmm. but Mike got close to it. So right. so I, I get why from his perspective that was too much for me. That would be too much too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I definitely have a limit. Yeah. I said casters cause I was talking about esports casters. <laughs> yeah. Not commentators, which is us. Yep. Uh, <laughs>
That was the joke. Jeez. <laughs> Can't believe people didn't get it. Also, I'm wearing an MLG shirt. How's nobody talked about this in the chat? I, well, I, saw, at... I saw a couple of people okay, mention right, it. Okay. I, I saw one this... guy mention it, yeah. Jeez. Uh, I feel like I'm trying too hard over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh that's funny. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's... I... Like I said, I always look at... It's interesting because, you know, I used to watch a lot of basketball, but I, I've said this many times, but inside the NBA, at least during the, 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 the I don't know what it's like anymore because I haven't watched it as much, so I can't really comment on it. But during the heyday of Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, when they were winning Emmy after Emmy after Emmy, that's what I want the fighting game to be, the community to be. It's a professional thing. But when those guys were sitting there, all they did was talk trash to each other. And like sometimes they would be like, well, here's the recap of what the game just happened. And then they don't even talk about it. Like they're yelling at each other about like stupid things or saying dumb things. Everything was a meme. Going fishing was a meme at some point in okay. time. Right. And you would actually hear the players come up and go, tell Charles, I haven't, we haven't gone fishing yet. You know what I mean? Like it became a meme that, that people would okay. respond to and everything like that. And you know, it's, it, even like when Shaq trip, like they all turned it into memes and everything like that. You know, they, they were really good about that. They were still themselves and they were still trash talking each other. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing that I've always wanted to go, you know, with. That's kind of the thing. You know, I casted esports in that very same desk. That's right. <laughs> at E League. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm jealous though. I wish I would have liked to have seen dude, the seat where the desk was so tall. I could imagine, dude, because I mean, Shaq is sitting at that desk. Right? Yeah, like so. it was legit. Like they, we we were sitting on bar stools essentially, like comfier <laughs> bar right, stools. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh-huh. it was tall. Yeah, that's how. That's why Shaq tripped, right? So. <laughs> yeah, you cast it off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, so I, I, I do think it's the case that everybody I've talked with is interested in main, maintaining the FGC mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than going to esports. It's just an issue of where each individual person draws that line. Yeah. But, like, no, nobody in fighting games is out there, like, mm-hmm. trying to esportsify it too much. Right, and, and again, yes, I'm always out there talking about I want it to grow, I want it to be successful, and I've had a lot of people tell me, I wouldn't mind fighting games staying at grassroots. I mean, just understand, I totally get that. And yeah. I was like that for the longest of time. I'm not there now. It's not a disingenuous reason. I'm not sitting here because I want to be popular and I want to be famous and I want to be living in a mansion or anything like that. You know, it's just because it's just there's just so much damn talent in this scene and there's and the games are so wonderful. It makes me it makes me sad in a lot of ways, and like I said, a lot of I, I know I see a lot of the response on social media from the Micross AMA is like, yeah, fuck where all this is going. Like I don't like this esports stuff. Let's just end it all or whatever like that. And that's where a lot of that contribution comes into. Like I feel like in a way, my goal of trying to figure out a way for us to grow and be professional without losing our personality, which is entirely possible. I think so. But I feel like that war is being lost. You know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of people take esports and they blame that on, you know, why Street Fighter V is not good to them or they use that to blame why, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's an excuse. Mm. And when someone like of Mike Ross's stature, when he says something like that, everyone listens to him and now everyone's going to be like, oh, thank God this guy said it and now, yeah. now that means it's true. Mm. And it, I feel like that might put us a little bit of a step back, but 
at the same time, I do like the fact that it has reset our awareness so that we can make sure that it doesn't happen to yeah. the FGC. You yeah. Know? Uh, I, I, I certainly don't begrudge anybody who thinks that we've gone to esports already. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own thoughts on that, and I, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't begrudge Mike's. No, yeah, yeah, not at it. all, not at all. Yeah, I think that's, absolutely. I think that's fine. Uh, I don't agree, but I think that that's fine, and I certainly get where they're coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember how it used to be. It was way smaller, and it was. Uh, I mean, well, I feel like the like the olden days are romanticized a little bit, but they yeah. were they were certainly less. Uh, controlled, yeah. You know, I mean, they, I, they were there were fewer people. You knew everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, there's there are there are nice aspects to it for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, you know, I I definitely remember winning tournaments and and I, maybe I like bought dinner that night. Like that was it. Yeah. Like you know, uh-huh. there was no money in it, um, uh. which is nicer for players now that they can actually do a thing. It's not just the money though. I mean, now I get to travel all over. There are players playing all over in a way that was not mm-hmm. the case before, for sure. Right. Uh, people get to watch and be part of things from home in a way that mm-hmm. wasn't the case before. It used to just be like if you weren't in one of a handful of cities, you couldn't play. You this, just weren't right. part of the scene. Like maybe you mm-hmm. posted on SRK, but like you just what are you what are you doing? Like you <laughs> and couldn't then play. You, you waited for that third copy VHS tape of yeah. of V three to come into your home so you could actually watch some Alpha two action. Yeah, I mean, I I actually like on I think it was on Facebook like someone was talking about how great all the old games were and everything like that, and I was like, dude, like the, the nostalgia is ridiculous at this point in time because man, people hated watching CBS two. People hated watching Third Strike. You know. Chun Mears. Yeah, Chun Mears, basically. But like the rest of it was sick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Japan was sick. I'll say that <laughs> Japan Third Strike is always sick. But you know, there, there was just there's so much rose tinted glasses on everything. When someone was just like, "Man, Street Fighter Five sucks because the presentation isn't as good as it was in Street Fighter 4. and I was just like. I'll tell you, literally when <laughs> SF4 came out, we've talked about this in the yeah. but when SF4 came out, it was not thought to be a pretty game. Dude, this was, it was terrible. Already, it was already, like, literally day one. Like, we, Honda and Dalsam, you're just like, and Blanca, you're like, what yeah, happened to yeah. them? And then, like I said, Ryu does jump roundhouse, and he's not even looking at the guy, he's like... Yeah, no, it was immediate. It was immediate. I mean, so there was a... Oh, man, the chat's moving so fast. What, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, who was it? Who said it? But even like MVC2, people hated oh, early on. You know, people hated that early on because they thought it was super ugly. Oh, Hatman, um, who says that that we get to travel all over. How many can say that? You know, implying obviously not many people get to do it, mm-hmm. which which is true. Not many people get to do it, but way more people get to do it now than than we're able to do yeah. it in the past. It in the past, almost nobody traveled significantly. There were a few, but like I remember living on the East Coast and in the D.C. area, and we had a tournament in Virginia, and I was, like, flabbergasted that maybe, like, five people came from New York, from New York City. <laughs> it was, like, Justin and, right. you know, like, that uh-huh. caliber of player. And I, that was crazy to me. That was considered big-time traveling, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. not even coast-to-coast, but, like, midway down the seaboard and five people, and it was, like, it's, it was qualitatively different in terms of, right. of the amount of travel going on. It's a lot more people now. Yeah, and, and like before, like, yipes, if I saw my Evo, after Evo's done, you had to spend three hours saying goodbye to everybody because you weren't going to see them again until next Evo. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Nowadays, I'm like, well, I'll see you at the next event. Whatever, you can leave now. <laughs> you know, it's like you can get out of there. Before, Evo was literally like, like that ballroom after it was done. Everyone stayed in there because you had to find mm -hmm. each other because you weren't going to see each other again for a year. And yeah. so that's that's what it was like before. You know what I mean? So it was really small. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's true that relatively few people get to do it still, but that number again is much much bigger than before. Mm -hmm. So there's there just are more opportunities. Uh, and, and not even all of it for commentary and for playing, but people do it for broadcasting too. And, and mm -hmm. there are journalists, only a few, but there are journalists who travel around for it as well. You know, I mean, there's, that stuff is developing in a way that just was not there in the past. Anyway, mm -hmm. the point of all this is that while there were nice things about when the, the scene was smaller, there are also many nice things about it being bigger mm -hmm. and having more money. It's just that I think that we need to make sure do our best to to make sure that the money comes in in a way that is controlled by FGC people still. Right. And as I said before, I think that we're doing a pretty good job of that. Mm -hmm. It's not categorical. E-League is the thing that is mm -hmm. mostly not fighting game people. Mm -hmm. Although some, uh, there are definitely fighting game people involved in that, but it's not like the, the sort of upper level management. Uh, right. So there's some of it. But it's almost everything else is fighting game people. Right. The fact that Evo on ESPN production was done entirely by the 10-0 staff yeah. is still still blows my mind. That you know it was those guys got to do it. No ESPN didn't get a say in how the show was how right. Evo was presented right. on ESPN. It was the fighting game people who right. determined that, and I think that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys working at E-League is EMP Roach King's thighs. <laughs> and he's in the chat right now? He sure is. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Hilarious that he landed on that name. And, and uh, even when I saw him at Final Round this year, it came, I mean, I saw him at E-League. I know who you are. But, mm -hmm. but he came up to me and he was like, hey, how's it going? Remember, I'm Roach King's thighs. And I was like, what? <laughs> what a thing to say. Dude, you remember <laughs> Thongboy Bebop, right? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. he blames me for that name and he's so mad about that name. Oh, that was you? Well, because he... So uh, for the longest of time, Bob Painter was Kuroyume in in all the chats and everything like that, right? And Which means Black Thunder, I think it is, or something like okay. that. He was Kuroyume. And I guess one of the first things that... Uh, his real name is Niles, tried to do was go online and he called himself Kuroyume. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, hey, Bob. And so he was like, dang, someone else has that name already. So he changed it and he changed his name to Thongboy Bebop. Okay, and, all right. And yeah. and So he didn't need to pick Thongboy Bebop. No, he really to be didn't. Clear. No, he did not. <laughs> okay. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But he's, he still blames me about it. So. That's very funny. <laughs> Oh, well, man. anything else to say about this esports conversation? EMP Roach King's thighs. Yeah, it's a good one. It's no, a good one. I mean, again, look, I know a lot of people who are very anti esports for the fighting game community, yeah. and I get it because you're wearing the MLG hoodie. You can, I mean, you know, back in the day when MLG was trying to do fighting game stuff, I was like, come hell or high water, you know, yeah. I would, I would like throw the grenade myself at MLG yeah. if I had to. You know, I'm super opposed to it, but that's because, like I said, I don't want MLG coming and benefiting the FGC. I want the FGC benefiting MLG right. because then we know who's in charge. And we kind of are in that position a little bit more now, but we're still not there yet. Didn't so. you do commentary at MLG? Or my, never no, done, you did not? I okay. never did MLG. Uh, they would never ask me to do that from all the things that I've said. I don't know, because I, I said a lot of crap about them and they asked me. <laughs> uh, I, I did do it. The 
time that I did it, I think it didn't go that great, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. In fact, it may have been one of the worst tournaments ever. Right. Uh, uh, in Justice, remember, yeah. uh, Justice One tournament. Mm-hmm. But uh, for other esports groups, like when we did ESL a bunch, we did a bunch of stuff with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and it was great. And a big part of why it was great was that everybody involved was fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every, like everybody uh-huh. involved was was. Yeah. Uh, you know, from the FGC or had been playing fighting games forever and was at least like tangentially into the FGC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it felt like a very FGC production because people were, it was yeah, effectively. It was, it was yeah. just using money that was mm-hmm. from ESL. So the more that we can do that kind of thing, I think that I think that'd be great. But yeah. again, if somebody thinks that it, the scene is already two esports, I don't begrudge them that judgment. Right. Uh-huh. I think that's fine. Uh, in in any case, and people were making this point on Twitter. You can still just hang out and play video games with your friends. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't. You don't need to treat it as like some big giant uh, thing that exists right. elsewhere with a lot of money. It can just be you and your buddies playing video games together, right. and it, at some degree, it should always have that. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you want to do, then it's that's always there. Yep. Having said that, I will say though that you know I've always said that I would only commentate fighting games or Tetris because I love Tetris or Splatoon Two because I think Splatoon mm. Two would be awesome, but gotten to a point right now where if something else comes to call in I might <laughs> I mean I think so, I think you should I don't think you should be that yeah I know but... if, if I if I end up commentating something that's not a fighting game and not Tetris and not Splatoon please do not begrudge me <laughs> I, I, I am not in a position to choose right no it's all good man I, I, I think that you should I, I've done been telling you, you should. yeah I know I know I know so. uh, this hoodie I got from MLG when I commentated and I gotta tell you it's probably the most comfortable free hoodie I've ever gotten. Really? It's super comfortable. I sleep oh, in it pretty, pretty regularly. Okay. Uh, okay. It's super comfy. Dude, I nice would work. I would do Puyo Tetris at Anime Evo, but the problem is I don't know Puyo at all. Bummer. Like I don't know Puyo and I hate jumping on there and being disrespectful to Puyo, so yeah. Everybody uh, has different things going on in the FGC. Some people want to make it a business. Mm-hmm. And and I mean I, I do. You know, I, commentary is not what I want to be my main business, but I do have a bunch of clients in the FGC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of the players in the past, some of the teams, uh, some of the organizers even, some people who run tournaments, some of the broadcasters. They've been or still are clients of mine. So I, I am trying to make it a business. Right, It'd be yeah, helpful uh-huh. for me if there was more money involved, uh-huh. but it's still important to me that that money not come in in such a way that outside forces get to control it Mm -hmm. you know i would Mm -hmm. not i would not want some situation like having riot or or blizzard just dominate it and decide everything that gets to happen that's not at all what i want yep exactly so even though that'd probably be a lot more financially viable for me (laughs) (laughs) you know but hey i got i got multiple things going on and money is not all of it so Also, that's a big uh, part of why not all of my law practice is esports, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a big oh, do part. Do you actually have some stuff that's not? Yeah, e-sports game dev and other stuff. Oh, okay. Websites. Well, and, I mean, yeah, okay. You know, it's, still it's, not, te- it's still modern technology. Which it's basically is, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is important. New so. tech and media and the like, yeah. but it's not all esports, and that's a big part of why. And it's also a big part of why I wouldn't want to do full time commentary. Yeah. I always want to have the ability to tell somebody to screw off and that I don't want to do your mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I always want to have that. I don't know if that's always going to be viable for me, <laughs> but I'd love to keep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. It's, it's. I mean, it, it definitely burns deeply. Like, every time I hear you say that, like, I would never want to do commentary full-time. I'm like, 
Wow. But like, this is not a new conversation. Yeah, I know. But trust me, it's only because I know you're right. Like, I probably shouldn't be doing this, well, but yeah. I got to make it work. The hustle is starting now, dude. The hustle is starting now. So right. um, you might expect to see some... Uh, See some stuff from me soon, hopefully. So. All right, sounds good. So when yeah. Fighters of the Storm comes out from Blizzard, and then, uh, <laughs> when League of Fighters comes out, it's going to be old, old James Chan. Yeah, the, uh, there you go, there you go. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I, I like SF5. I do like SF5, but the thing about it is, it's not my favorite game ever. It's 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 at I a like point it. right now where like when people complain about it, they're like, I hate Street Fighter Five. I'm like, that's fine. I can't argue with that. Sure, man. Right, yeah, yeah. Have your own opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I totally get it. You know, it's fine. I, I have complained about it. I mean, we've had debates about it before, or even where I'm just like, this game, like, yeah, you didn't uh, like it for a while. I didn't like it for a yeah, while. Uh-huh, you know. uh-huh. I mean, I still have a lot of problems with a lot of what it, it is. Like, I think it needs another defensive option. I will shake my fist and yell at clouds forever until they bring back invincible dragon punches. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of things that I think are wrong with the game, but at the same time, the, the this is where that rose colored glasses thing comes in that bothers me yeah. is that every single one of these games have these problems For sure. especially also because street fighter 5 is a direct result of what everyone got mad about street fighter 4 yes it's like i hate backdashes and invincible safe uppercuts and one frame links and everything like that so they All made of which i said yeah and they <laughs> made street fighter 5 and now here yeah. There it is. Like you made your bed, sleep in it at this point yeah. in time. Don't well, don't absolve yourself from all the blame having the game turn out the way it is, you yeah. know. So Yeah, every game every whoever starts with each game, that's their favorite, you know, and mm-hmm, that game mm-hmm. is how you judge. It's like with the base that you judge every other game on. <laughs> I get that cuz I kind of do the same, but it's but you have to recognize it in yourself right. and Dude, know that other I, people are doing the same. I wanted to I wanted to um, you know, I wanted to put out a David like tweet, like okay. a troll tweet. I was I wanted to write like, you know, when Street Fighter Six comes out, everyone's gonna talk about how it sucks compared to Street Fighter Five. Definitely true. And the reason why that's happening, because all the people who are complaining are not very good because you're so damn predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say something to that effect, but you know, I was just like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, I hope that uh Capcom deals better with other things than they yeah. did with Capcom Pro Talk because that's definitely a big bummer. I mean, Capcom Pro Talk and now Battle for the Stones are all kind of like also a bummer. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. So, but I don't but, know. We'll all right, that's uh, anything else to say about that? Yeah, let's move on. I all think right. we said enough. So. All right, rambling over. Okay, let's take a quick break, and when we come back. We will. Excuse me, have the revolts for Tiger Uppercut coming up for you. So Let's do it. Be right back, guys. <laughs> uh, you know everyone wants to see you eat that core again, right? Save the core for the stream. Save the core I'm for the stream. not a monkey, all right? Hello, and welcome back to the show. Let's talk now about results from the past weekend. There was a big tournament over in Thailand, which is called Tiger Uppercut. Mm-hmm. Get it? Tiger Uppercut, yes. Genius. Mm-hmm. And it had some big tournaments, you know? Yep. Some good games. It did you was, watch any of it? Uh, I got to watch parts of it. I did not watch the top eight or anything like that. Okay, so. I did. Uh, why is this not scrolling here? Oh, there we go. Okay. 
All right, so uh, this was a Capcom premiere event. Yeah, uh, was it? I thought it was ranking. Was it just a ranking event? Can you, can you check that? I think it's ranking. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Is it stopping that ranking event? You were okay. right. Oh, wow, okay. I thought it was a premiere because there was a lot of damn good players there. There were. Yeah, uh, okay. So it was a ranking event. Uh, let's go over the top 16, okay. So in uh, 13th place was Fubardock with Armika. I can't believe it. Douyu Shaohai with Kami. Uh, John Ding with mm-hmm. Kami. So I guess John Ding is playing this game now as well. Uh, Mago with Karen, or Karen, I should say. Ninth place was Echo Fox Momochi, Razor Sien, uh, CAG Dogra, and Fight Club Ultra David with Kami. I kept joking every yeah. time I saw it. I was like, oh, look, Ultra David. UD. Yeah, exactly. You went all the way there. You didn't tell me. Okay. Um, next up uh, in seventh place is RV Bonchan and uh, Nasser Big Bird. Uh, Bonchan used Nash and Karen, and Big Bird used Rashid and Zeku. Mm. Fifth place was Sephora with Balrog and Ghost K Brad with Kami. Fourth place DNG Inabashi Zangief with Abigail. Third place Aziz with Akuma and Colleen. And second place was Hori Sako with Manat. First place. Again, Echo Fox Tokido with Akuma. Yeah, it was a really good top eight. Do you want to know what the craziest stat was? Did you see the GTO Akira stat on Twitter that he posted up? Maybe not. That since the CPT has been created, that Tokido has only not made four top eights in events that he's been into. Just the, for throughout SF. Yeah, he's like thirty-two out of thirty-six or something stupid like that for getting the top eights. It like even even I think in maybe in Street Fighter Four. I'm not sure. Oh wow! Because like, well, I guess thirty events would be probably since Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's something dumb like that. And like one of them was Evo, where he got ninth place. You know, in twenty oh, in twenty sixteen, I think it was. That's you know, wild. so. Tokido was stupidly good, dude. Like, I, I don't... People cannot underestimate how talented this guy is. Crazy, that's, man. That's ridiculous, dude. So he's pretty good still. Uh, it was yeah. super cool to see Sako up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, I'm ha- I mean, obviously, I'm happy with watching Minot play. Yeah, me too. I think Minot's really interesting. And again, it's, it's, it's another one of those things. Like, I mean, if you think she's so good, try her. And you'll find out that this is not easy. But then, of course, everyone's like, it's because, you know, she's hidden behind execution stuff yeah. with the balls and everything like that. Have you seen the Javits tech on V-Trigger 2? No. Like, there's some ridiculous stuff that he's finding with that. So I wouldn't discount it quite okay. just yet. I well, that's the main reason I'm not playing her. I feel like she's the best Dalsam in the game mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. really fun. I just don't want to do the execution stuff. So, right. But I'm not going like, to complaining about that. Right, yeah, it's yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it's all good. Aziz from Kuwait. And I was I did the math a little bit. This is actually the closest major tournament to Kuwait. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like as opposed to going to well, maybe there are some European oh, ones. Yeah, I, I guess know. it's but true. But like as opposed to going to the UK for the couple tournaments that are in Birmingham, for example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thailand is closer. So bummer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dang. Okay. I think I think that's sick though that he did as well as he did. Yeah. Uh, Itazan beat K-Brad in like the closest match. Oh, K-Brad definitely could have moved higher. I need to watch that then because like I said I, I'm so 
I still don't understand the Cammy versus uh, Abigail match. And I will correct myself. I, I, I kept saying, like, at final round, Verloren destroyed Storm Kubo. It wasn't Verloren. It was NL who destroyed mm. him. So I just have to make sure I keep that uh, there. Uh, Big Bird tried to counterpick Itazan with Zeku to, like, zone out with old Zeku. And mm-hmm. that just did not work even all, at all. <laughs> not a little really? bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, yeah, it was a good top eight. Okay. Good cool. job, everybody. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, it is. It is. I think kind of a bummer that the way that ranking tournaments work, you just get so few points for. Yeah, it's always so. A like, there's this amazing top eight, and even as you said, all the way down to top sixteen, really good players at this tournament. Not a lot of points handed out. So right. Kind of a bummer mm-hmm. on that. Uh, people want me to talk about Cyclops, the commentator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyclops. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Definitely had some good lines. Dude, the best. Juna, like the, the 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 legit reaction that Juna had to the line, where he was like, "Oh, he's coming! Oh, oh come, 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 come in me!" Oh, I don't think I saw that. You don't saw that one? He was like, "Come in me!" And then it was like silence for one second, and then all of a sudden, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like, "Wait, what?" And then he was like, "Oh, I mean, uh, come, 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 at, come to me, come to me!" Like, dude, that that. Uh, okay, Gina, I didn't see okay, that. Okay, Gina's reaction because there was like silence for one second, and yeah. then all of a sudden you just hear Gina go. What? And then a laugh. <laughs> and then he said something. Oh, dude, like, I I, oh, wow. I actually cracked up out loud because the, it was just like, it worked out so well. So. All right. But he, yeah, I mean, he had some funny lines. Uh, Apparently, he's a Dota guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he did he did good work. And, you know, to his credit, he, he said when he didn't know stuff. Like, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Like, okay, if you're yeah. uh-huh, coming uh-huh. into a new game, the worst thing to do is to pretend like you know all yes, the things because yes, everybody yes. knows immediately that you don't. Uh, 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 so there were times when like Zeku popped up and he was like, "I'll be honest, I don't know that much about Zeku. I didn't think that I would see him, so I didn't, <laughs> pr- I didn't like study it up." Nice. Okay. <laughs> and Juno okay. was like, "Yeah, well, you know, you know, that's pretty reasonable, but all right." But, hey, look, I've barely studied up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, Jesus, character's not there, dude. So. Uh, now people are talking about getting him at Evo, and Segley was like, "Hey, dude, like, just apply." And, right. Like, there's yeah. No reason not to. So he uh, did a good job with the move names, that's for sure. Yeah, but that's how you can tell that he's not standard fighting game commentator. I don't know any move names. <laughs> dude, Mike, a flurry, a flurry dude, from Ricky. Mike Z got on my case for calling things flipping and green blocking in Guilty Gear, and I was like, "Dude, what have I ever?" And he was like, no, "What no, about no. your FAQs?" I'm like, "That's a completely different thing. Yeah. Like, you have to be official there." I'm not gonna call it up super in in, the in, the, super. in, in, F, in an FAQ or anything like Spear that. Spear flame. Spiral kick, yeah, exactly. Which one was Parabellum on fire? Was that Yoga Flame or something? I don't know. Which one the hell is Parabellum yeah, he, on fire? He called, well, Colleen has Parabellum, but I don't know what happened with it being on fire. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was funny. Definitely, that's just EX Parabellum. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, well, that wasn't the only tournament. There was also a Tekkenary. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see here. Oops. Tekken 7. Tekken 7. So seventh place was UIU Kudans mm. with Devil Jin as well as VS AMG FV Meat with Dragonov and Fang. Mm. Uh, fifth place, Kakoma with Cosme, Noctis, and Dragon. Oh, he was playing some Noctis. Okay. Fifth place was also Love Neat with Jack Seven and Josie. 
feel like I could do like a rap here with love me and me, right? Like I just feel like there's the automatic rhyme built in there. Okay. Fourth place was Furson, uh, Lohai with Shaheen, Lars, and Dragonov. Third place, UIU, Jian Ding with Eddie, Lucky Chloe. Second place, ROX Dragon, Ni with Kazuya, Paul. Of course, Ni just won final round. Right. But first place was VSAMG FV Book with Jin. Wow. I'm not familiar with Book. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about him. So, but apparently, Kakoma beat Kudans with Noctis. That's pretty yeah, sick. You need to copy that link so you can watch that later. Though. Okay, will do. <laughs> uh, he's from Thailand, huh? Okay, okay. Dang, all right, good stuff. Shout out to that's awesome then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was also Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Now this is cool part because. Uh, for between the results of Dragon Ball, I think it's like Blaze Blue, uh, a whole bunch of different games. Uh, I saw Sien uh, talk about this player, uh, but we'll get to that when we get to the top two then. Yeah. So Dragon Ball was here. Uh, seventh place was Nasser Big Bird uh, with Blue Vegeta, Gotenks, and Vegeta. Uh, also first in Horse Mask with A16 Beerus and Goku Black. Uh, fifth place was Momochi, Fox Momochi with a Go- with Grohan, A16, and Goku Black, as well as Shaohai, Kwamba Doyu Shaohai. I didn't know he was playing the game with uh, Grohan, Android 16, and Cell. That seems about right mm-hmm. for Shaohai. Uh, fourth place was GGVN, uh, Aisu Kyubu. Ice Cube. With, uh, uh, Ice Cube. Okay, got it. Yeah. With Blue Goku, Goku, and Tien. Yeah, Tien. Tien, your boy. I'm telling you right now, he's got to make top eight, and he's got to kill someone with Chaozu. Yeah. Because I need the audience just to scream. I mean, like, it's going to be easy to get everyone to scream with Cell's intro. Yeah. But, like, to get yeah. everyone yelling Chaozu in, in a stadium. <laughs> oh. It would be pretty cool. Third place is Nikki E with uh, Adult Gohan, Cell, and Vegeta. Uh, second place was Seo with uh, Grohan, Goku Black, and Android 16. First place, C.A.G. Dogura with Kid Buu, Cell, and Vegeta. Uh, Dogura, I think, had to make it back through Losers. Can, can you pick oh, on yeah, the... Yeah, I sure. watched it. I don't know. I don't remember for sure. But... Uh, yeah, he did. He did. 3030 yeah. Yeah, over Seo. Okay. But uh, it was really cool because Winner's Finals was Seo with two Southeast Asian players, basically. Seo from mm-hmm. Singapore right. and Nikki E from Thailand. Yeah, and the cool thing about that is Seo... Uh, also won Guilty Gear and he won Blaze Blue as well. And you know, you could see Sien when he was tweeting him, he was just like, Oh, this guy needs to get sponsored. He's such a I'm so happy for him. So apparently he's just been a player who's been doing well there for a very long time and so it's cool to see that kind of success that he's having here. So Yeah, Sien, yeah. Sien said that he that Seo basically beat Sien in everything but Street Fighter. <laughs> and Sien plays other stuff too. Right. So, you know, uh-huh, that's that's uh-huh. impressive. Okay. Uh Horse Mask, first on Horse Mask. Horse Mask is the guy who runs Fursan. He's like the, oh, the team owner. Okay, okay. So okay, pretty cool. sick that like a team owner actually got top eight in a tournament because okay. that never happened. Yeah, I know that is pretty cool. That I is think pretty that's pretty cool. sick. Yeah. Uh, From I'll the just, UAE. I'll just go through some quick stuff here. Uh, third place in King of Fighters fourteen was Ag Kent Kentut Bird Dahak. Yep, you got it. I'm just trying to figure out what that might actually mean, you know, Could Bird be Hawk time, or something like know. that. I don't know. That's true. Uh, with Damon Clark Iori, as well as Verse Clark Iori. Second place was Kwamba Doyu Dako 
with Kula, Kyo, and Iori. And first place is Kamba, Douyu, Shaohai with Benimaru, Luang, Iori. Robert, Benimaru, Iori. Kula, Benimaru, Iori. Because he just pretty much can play anyone. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, he won that too. Okay, mm-hmm. so fourth place was Sun Goki with Space Dormammu, with Space Dorm Ultron. First was Ball Cross Za, maybe? Ball X Z A, Space Dante Venom. Second place, VGD with Power, Haggis, Gamora, Soul Hagger, Thanos, and Soul Hagger, Dante. All right, let's go. Yeah, I was about to say, you approve of that one for sure. And then uh, first place, Seo. Space Zero Dante and Reality Ultron Dante. All right, Team Boring guys. Yeah, and Guilty Gear Rev Two. I'm I'm not debating that. Nah, uh, it's yeah. cool. Uh, oh, and he's a Johnny player. Okay, I right. like this guy yeah, a lot gotta, now. You're a big fan. Now. Fourth place, Jimmy Four One with Sinkisk. Third place, Reza with Kai Kisk. Uh, second place, GVN Ice Cube with May Kai Kisk and Faust. And first place, Seo with Johnny. Sick. Then Blaze Blue, fourth place Foluna with Lychee, third place Reza with Jin, second place GGBN Ice Cube with Asriel and Tsubaki. So he lost the Seo in two. Ice Cube had a good yeah. weekend too. And Seo in first place with Embryo Storage S. So there you cool go. man. Uh, you uh, you brought up Shaohai in Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and he definitely doesn't know the game that well. He's just a super good player. Really? And <laughs> like you, you you could see it. He, there were times when he just didn't know what the combos were. Like he didn't know what his conversion was. <laughs> Uh, there were times when he like didn't seem to know what the opponent's options were, uh-huh. so he just made top eight because he's super sick at fighting games. <laughs> you could definitely tell. Yeah, Shanghai is kind of good, kind of oh, good. God. So, <laughs> but yeah, good stuff to uh, sail. Uh, let, I hope we see more of him traveling to a bunch of events. I know this upcoming weekend is like Anime Ascension and stuff like that. I'm probably not going to make those, but you mm-hmm. know, we'll see. We'll It'd be very cool to see more. Let's get like a like a, one of those like. You know, uh, our street, well, not our street farm, but maybe our salty, like sponsoring mm. him out or something like that. To, cool. to like, to like, uh, see Otaku or something like that. I think it would be kind of cool. Agreed, man. So, all right, man. all right. That was it for Tiger Uppercut. Yep, that was Tiger Uppercut. We definitely have a couple more events here. Okay. Uh, I have the results from the Free Play Arcade 2018 Super Turbo Spring Series. Okay. Yo, yes. So basically, uh, there's a venue in um, in San Antonio that uh, I know, like a bunch of guys went to, and they're like, "This is amazing!" And then they were gonna run a big major Super Turbo tournament over there, and this was it this weekend, and a bunch of people went, including players from Japan. Right. It's like Matsun was out there and everything. So there you go. Uh, so you have results for that? I do, but I. I... Mm, I don't know what all the words are because some of it's in Japanese. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. tied for seventh place was somebody from Japan and Technical Monkey. The guy from Japan, uh, someone mentioned, I think was one of the was a Vega player. Okay, okay, it was a Vega player. Yeah, fifth places were that's Matsun. Matsun. Yeah, that's I got Matsun. that one. Mm-hmm. And Tomo. Oh, okay. Who's technically from Japan, but yeah. he's honorary U.S. right now. Right. Fourth, Ultra Combo. Nice. Good job to him, dude. He's, that's pretty he's so sick. good at this game now. Third was Yaya, Japan. Okay. That's awesome. Second place, Afro Legends. Afro Legends, baby. Number yeah. two. First place. Damn. Okay. Uh, is anybody in the I chat? I would say Oto-chan. Was that Oto-chan? Oh, can you read it a little bit? Like a, bleh, I'm okay. not confident that in sounds, it, but I believe Oto-chan. That sounds about right. That I'm pretty sure that's right. him right there. Okay. Okay. Right? It was like literally the guy. Yeah. So. Siloscope, who was there helping run Sick. the event and everything, said it was Oto-chan. So. All right. There you go. There's I a top eight that I need to go watch in there as well yeah. because uh, great players, obviously. Yeah, that's uh, a crazy lineup. Uh, Murasaki Vega, that's who it is. Oh, thank in you. seventh place. So okay. shout out to Science Scope. Like I said, he was there helping Dang. do a lot of the work there, I'm pretty sure. So, um, but yeah, good stuff. That's awesome. Stuff. 
So uh, exciting. Th those guys, I mean, including, you know, Eugene, Tanya, and Steve, you know, all those guys doing some great stuff for Super Turbo still. Very and impressive. Ratsun flying all the way out there and everything like that. So Super cool. Really cool. Yeah. Shout out to all you guys. Mm -hmm. Doing good work. Uh, do I have any important work else here? Are there vods? Um, I saw. I, well, I watched a little bit of it, so it was on something. But Sanscope, do you have the stream? Any uh, info on that? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll give him thirty seconds because yeah. that's the way it works. Uh, also, in Japan, there was a uh, a Tekken event as well, which I believe was uh, let's see, there was being held the fifth iteration of the semi annual three v three team tournament, the Kellot Cup was with nearly a hundred different squads participating. Wow. Uh, no, notably, the Yamasa trio of Nobi, Take, and Yu were split up among three different teams, adding another interesting wrinkle. Uh, I wonder if they forced them to do that or they just decided <laughs> to do that for fun. So, uh, so Silentscope says it will be on YouTube. It's on the archives right now. Yeah, so. but what's the, what's the stream slash YouTube link? Like, what's the URL? That was my question. Come on. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Let's do it right here. Did you just do an over exaggerated noise? Okay, cool. Uh, but uh, obviously, single elimination as their four, four, four places with uh, in fifth place. Uh, Flying Knee with MHW. Um, I guess that's the team name <laughs> with uh, Mamoru Chien with Lily, uh, Nashi Merochien with Lily, and 12 Raku with Katarina. Fifth place also, you know what, I'm starting at third place, Impossible. I'm just kidding. Third place was Team TBS with Tamachi and Xiaoyu, Bupo with Paul and Toraken with Panda. Third place was cool. Chihiro Special Forces with Yamasa Nobi, so Nobi's team got uh, third place with Dragonov, Nishi Feng, as well as Kagemaru Josie. Uh, second place was Pico Han Lee. I, with, Pico Han with Lee, Iru with Dragonov, and Kutan with Lily. And first place was Next Time I Won't Cry with <laughs> Cool As Games, Noroma, Jack7, Yamasa Take with Kazumi, and Butts with Huaran. Oh. But one T, one T. It's Butts. Only Butts. Yeah, well, like as an as a interjection kind of thing. Yeah, so. well, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I get Apple on my mustache? Uh, the Twitch stream for previously mentioned Super, Super Turbo, Turbo, Turbo is mm -hmm. twitch.tv slash freeplayarcade. Freeplayarcade. So check out the archives there. Okay, cool. There you go. Uh, that's all I have for events. Cool. Um, upcoming events this weekend is going to be another premiere event, uh, NCR. Man. Um, <laughs> the brackets. Incredible. Last year, well, two years ago, they had the death bracket, which was super entertaining, right? Was it last year? I think it was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was two years two ago. Two years ago. This year, everything is a death bracket, dude. It's it's gotten to that point right now where Street Fighter Five is just only being played by mostly the professionals, and so like the brackets are just ridiculous right now. I, I do think there's a little bit of NCR factor in there. <laughs> not the most attended tournament in the world. Yeah. Okay. Could be true. Could be true. But like it's it's really interesting because it kind of brought up a conversation. Visant was kind of mentioning this. He was like, "Where's all the pot monsters?" And I think that we really need to do a better job, like helping people, encouraging them to show up by doing more things for them, mm -hmm. right? So like, uh, West Coast Warzone had the 
at the 0-2 tournament. Right, that was awesome. Dude, I, I was thinking that anyone who goes 0-2 should get a bracelet that says, I went 0-2. Like, I think that would be funny. Like, I went 0-2 at NorCal Regionals. I think that would be kind of funny. I don't know. You know, like, that'd be, like, a kind of... Dude, a lot of people responded nuts. to the tweet. They're like, dude, I would rock that free, okay, right? Enough. And then I was even joking, like, you should have, like, uh, uh, casual stations, and anyone who has that bracelet gets a, gets to cut, like, the line and go into there. That's and, funny. You know, have stations made for them. That's, like, that's a like funny that. idea. You know? All right. Some people were saying that there was a tournament in Spain that everyone that went 0 and 2 that took place in a restaurant slash bar, they got a free drink. Okay. It's kind of like, like, I think they called it the something 0 and 2. I forgot what it was. Okay. But like, so the, know, the real losers went 1 and 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think that would actually be kind of cool. I think that would be kind of cool to, like... Yeah, there should be more. Right. Because, and again, the way I said it on Twitter is this is not like a honorable mention coddling kind of thing like make you feel better it's just these guys paid to travel here to go to this event they paid entry fee and everything like that it's not wrong to make sure that they have a good time i'm you know with you I mean? man so, uh, I, I i mean in particular i like the o and two tournament because it gives more experience yes. and it's mm-hmm. and then you can walk away from it saying that you didn't go o and two twice some people, anyway. Some, <laughs> some people go own own four, which right, yeah, maybe yeah. has an extra uh-huh. little oh feeling to it. But right. for most people, I think that's pretty sick. <laughs> I think that's pretty. Yeah, if you lost the first match, would you just throw the second one to get your free just drink? drink. <laughs> hey, that's that's your choice. Right. <laughs> your choice. Oh man, I think that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but that's this weekend. NCR is this uh, weekend. Also, Anime Ascension is this weekend. So NorCal. SoCal, Anime Ascension, they're going to have Uniel, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, as well as Dragon Ball Dragon. as well. So a lot of events going on there. So there, there it is. An 0 and 4 tourney. Wow, you just go down the line. <laughs> just keep doing it. Ultimately, until we... somebody loses just every single... They lose Find 100 times. Who's the worst player, yeah. right? Just keep having it until there's two guys left yeah. and you'll have that the guy worst who's in this like 0 and 64. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Ooh, uh, that's right. There's also going to be Bum's Birthday Bash. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, which is going to have, I think, Sonic Fox versus Apology Man. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so Apology mm-hmm. Man chose to not go to NCR, which is where he's from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not go to Anime Ascension, which kind of makes sense. Right. But instead to go to... Bob's birthday. I mean, like, well, something else. Go, is he just in New York for whatever? Is he just there? I don't know what the story behind that is, but no he's going idea. all the way to New York to play against Sonic Fox, which is <laughs> going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, so, yeah. Because a lot of those NorCal guys are really strong at the game, but yeah. I feel like they haven't traveled as much outside of just coming to SoCal for, or Central California for That's really SoCal it. standoff. So I would love to see guys like him and, you know, Dasset Bro and Mike Muscles Murphy and all those guys start traveling and seeing what happens. I'm with so. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Curly points out that... Uh, that the death bracket has been there the last couple of years, but yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when it was like the crazy one was the first one. Right. Then the second time, and this time too, it's still there. Nobody joins the death bracket because they think it's going to be the craziest bracket. <laughs> right. Uh, and so the death bracket actually last year turned out to be pretty easy. Yeah. But does the... The death bracket does that just get you into another pool, like into just a main pool, or no, is it its I think own? It's, it's the own pool. Its, that's that's. I feel like that's an oversight. It's an, its own pool, but the thing is, it has no cap, right? So I think right. Chris T made it out last year of that. But one. if it's if it's the easiest one, because the other ones are wide, right? Dude. Now There's it is. Wild. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's like legit five people who could make top eight in one pool. Like, there's some crazy stuff out there. Well, K7X also mentions that uh, apparently Virtua Fighter 5v5 Beat Tribe Cup 
is the 1st of April, Saturday for West Coast. Wow. With 500 plus entrants streamed on Game Newton. Wow. So there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. That's cool. I would definitely be curious to check that out. So. Okay. Yeah, Chris T won oh, Deathpool Romance at Capcom Cup. Oh, Romance won it last year. Oh, he won the Deathpool at Capcom Cup. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but again, don't you think that the death bracket should just be like a funnel into another pool? And like that's the penalty. Yeah, that kind of feels like it should be now. Now, because yeah. the death bracket now is not... established. Because the thing about it is, honestly, the death bracket worked. It did. It definitely right? did. It did its job. No yeah. one wants to do that anymore. You're right. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, the Capcom Cup one was like that. It was just to get into another into right. pool. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Okay. Okay, well, anyways, April 1st is coming up. Weird. Yeah, it doesn't even really matter anymore. So. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about the passage of time, not... Oh, oh, not that. Here comes this cool holiday, you know. <laughs> so, when I, I, was, I thought I was talking about the passage of time, and then you're just like, it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> I was like, wow, James. God. <laughs> the darkest episode of Ultimate Chen yeah. Tuesday show. <laughs> James Chen has given up. Doesn't even matter yeah, anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying, who really cares about April Fool's? Well, right, right. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, all right, Anime Evo. So this is the side tournament that runs at Evo every year. Not even run by Evo, just but run by a bunch of guys, and it's really become its own official thing over there and I wouldn't I don't know any story behind it but I wouldn't be surprised if the guys at Anime Evo had direct like contact with Evo staff to, I hope to so. work stuff and I know Wizard talked about having a side stream for like uh, like the, the non-main games so hopefully they actually just kind of have a stream dedicated to a lot of Anime Evo stuff I hope so but there's a lot of games there's 19 games announced for it it's like it's like it's like a big E tournament you know <laughs> it's like it's, literally it's super yeah. cool um, so, but let's check out this list here. This is a yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool list. Announced on SDR last night, which I watched. <laughs> That's right, yes. Uh, Thumbs up. Actually, let me do this really quick. So, guys, people haven't noticed, I'm trying new technology here right now, so I don't have to stare away. Um, <clears throat> Melty Blood Actress Again, current code is one of the games that's going to be there. Makes sense. Undernight in Birth, EXE Latest, or Late ST, is going to be there. Uh, Gundam Versus, uh, Hokuto no Ken slash Fist of the North Star, which is actually going to be played on a Thomas Wave Super Gun. Dang. Yeah, so they're playing it on the Super Gun. Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R, uh, Kohime Enbu, King of Fighters 14, Samurai Showdown 5 Special, which is the one a lot of people say is actually really, really good. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, Garu, Mark of the Wolves. Okay. Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Makes sense. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. That's awesome. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Who do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I think that's great. I think it's great. Uh, Catherine. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo wow. on the CPS2 Super, Super Gun. So this is the true arcade yeah. version. This is not any rebalanced stuff. This is the true arcade version. So it'll be Ken versus Ken versus Ken versus Ken oh, versus yeah? Ken versus Ken versus okay. Ken versus Ken. Yeah. It actually turned out Ken was way too good in that oh, game. Oh, for real? Because he's the only one that builds gems in rows. So it was like red, yellow, green, whatever like that. And that actually turned out to be the best because... If depending on the field, it would get divided up into weird different ways, uh-huh. right? Whereas Ryu was all columns, so no matter what 
how your screen was built. Okay. He sucked. Like, I see. If you want to know of a game where Ryu is low tier, <laughs> let's talk about Puzzle Fighter, okay? Okay. And he basically killed himself because he would drop the red gem on the right, on the That's left really column. Funny. So you would just sit there and build nothing but red gems mm. on column two and three. And then as soon as he sent a big chunk of thing to you, he would just create the giant red gem on the left That's and really he funny. would die. So, okay. Um, Arcana Heart 3, Love Max, 6 stars. Uh, Bishoju Senshi Sailor Moon S mm-hmm. on the Super Nintendo. So that's the Super Nintendo fighting game. Super Famicom. Super Famicom fighting game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters on the Super Nintendo. Let's go. What I, what I like about this is that Sailor Moon is on the Super Famicom. Uh-huh. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters is on the Super Nintendo. Right. I don't know if the... Did the Sailor Moon fighting game come out in America? I, I don't no even idea. know. I've, I've never played it myself. Yeah. Vampire Savior. Vampire Savior. Yeah. And then Yadagarasu Attack on Cataclysm. So yeah. this is on PC. Uh, same with Arcana Heart as well as Melty Blood Actress again, Current Code. So. But that is a cool lineup yeah, of for sure. games. That is a really, really cool lineup of games. Obviously, there's stuff missing from there. Like, I know the Marvel games are not there, but I guess they... They try to gear it so that uh, Anime Evo is about games with like very anime characters and and, and kind of. Also, I I know that Angelic is doing mm-hmm, the Marvel mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. anyway. Right. So, exactly. I mean, I think that like they like Anime Evo didn't need to do it. Right. It's already being done. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't even think uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia qualifies for Anime Evo necessarily. I mean, though it should because their characters are pretty damn anime. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there will be a side tournament. There. Actually, you know what I. Square may even think about running their own event, so maybe they couldn't do it or something like that. I wonder. You know what I mean, yeah. But yeah, super cool lineup. Um, oh, that's true. Ninja Turtles doesn't. Well, actually, they had that one character named like Asuka, and yeah. she like looks. She's like super anime, right? So I guess I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Okay. Uh, in any case, very cool lineup. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really happy for all those scenes because a lot of people play these games in total. Maybe each individual game is not going to get that giant of an entrance, but in total, that's a lot of people who who get to play games that they care about. Yeah, and this which is, is that's what it is all about, right? Really and that's cool. why, like, every time Evo announces their lineup, and everyone's like, "Why is this not game?" I mean, it's it's gonna be at Evo, in right. some form or another. It's gonna be at Evo. If you're a big like, if you're a Tatsunoko versus Capcom fan. You're not going to get a bigger group of people to play Tatsunoko versus Capcom with you than at Evo, right? Sure. And you're going to have this tournament here, and it's, it'll be fun. So, like, even if you don't play any of the main games at Evo, you know, you can come in there and hang out and then just watch some good fighting game action all weekend long. Yeah, so. just hang out and meet people and play games. Mm-hmm. Um, big shout-outs to, to the people running it. That's really impressive. Uh, and, you know, to sort of end the esports conversation we were having earlier... Uh, you there there are both things can coexist where there's like the big Evo is in the major mm-hmm. uh, hall you know the big uh, arena uh, it's it's definitely fancy uh-huh, like it's uh-huh. not it's not like external esports but it's like the definitely the esports of the FGC yeah, 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 for sure yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that is there but also at the same time you can go and play. TMNT mm-hmm. tournament fighters and Sailor Moon. Yep. You know, I mean that that stuff can all coexist. I think pretty pretty well. Right. And, so and, I think this is super cool. And again, you know, one of the things that I've always said about the fighting game community, going back to that esports thing, you know, the culture of the arcade, where even if I didn't like you, if you put your quarter up, you were allowed to play. Yeah. Like, no one would ever not let you play. We would try to beat your ass so that you would be discouraged and never come back. Yeah. But you were <laughs> always allowed to play. 
And that culture of the fighting game community needs to maintain, and that's why well, these open tournaments and stuff like that are so important. You know, yeah. why I don't... Like, you should have the opportunity to be stuck in a pool with Daigo Gumahara. Yeah. Absolutely. You have... You entered, he entered, he doesn't get into skip pools. Right. You No one gets to skip, and you might just play him first round. Like, that's the way yeah. it works, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, and maybe you're going to beat Daigo. You never know. Eh, 16 have. seed beat a 1 seed. In, in, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's March true. Madness. That's so. right. That's right. News. Uh, some cool stuff about games. Uh, the, 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 the character designed by the Saudi Arabia winner of the King of Fighters co- uh, contest, Naj, it was announced, and there's been footage of her and pictures of her, and she looks really cool. She does look really cool. She looks really cool. I mean, like, not even just, like, what her moves do. Like, just as a character design, Definitely. she actually looks really sick. I am with you. Actually, let me see if I can get get her on camera here. Oh, yeah, there she is. Notched. Notched. So, let's do this. Yeah, here. she definitely looks cool. Whoop. There we go. There she is. There's Notched. Very cool-looking character, and very Zato Ichi-esque. It looks like Zato One because she has like these like the little shadow things or something like that that are attacking you. So, um, oh, is this? Does she have? Oh yeah, here we go. She's got a reveal trailer. Should mm-hmm. I just play this? Thing? Yeah, why not? You see right. if the computer dies. All right, guys. Uh, just so you know, um, be warned that this might be kind of loud because uh, I still haven't taken the time to try to figure out how to how to fix that. So. Just warning to you guys, this may be a little loud, that's all. So, uh, definitely lower your volume a little bit. Burn to fire. No, that's, that's the editing. Oh. I mean, oh, yeah, the There's still one more shadow, I think, back there. So. One more character to be announced. Sorry, guys, again. Burn that. to fight. Yeah. Really cool looking character. Live to win. Very cool looking character. So she's been officially revealed now. So there she you does go. look cool. Yeah, she looks like she's going to be a lot of fun, too. Um, uh, a new patch came out for the city of Final Fantasy NT. Okay. Uh, Added uh, like a new stage, and they even uh, put them some balance changes in there. Uh, I know previously they didn't have move lists in the game, and now they've been added in there. So that's actually really helpful, cool, especially because, uh, like I said, it feels like all the characters have the same moves, but it actually turns out they don't. So it'd be cool to see that. Um, I guess at an event in Japan this weekend. Let me see if I could see this here. Uh... Actually, that was oh, that was this past weekend. So this past weekend, there was an event where uh, uh, Naj, uh, Hydern, and um, who's the other new character? Oswald. Oswald were all playable. So um, uh, Nintendo has announced a Super Smash Brothers Invitational 2018 for E3. Remember that they have announced they did that before in the past. That was the one that Zero won, right? Uh, with what well, didn't he win with like Bowser or something like that or? 
Mm, at the time, somebody people, won something. I think that was the DS version. Yeah, okay, somebody, yeah, yeah, Like the uh-huh. grand finals of the DS version it invitation. Like Bowser, whatever it was, Bowser, I think yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. okay. But uh, uh, they're doing one for this year. So now the question is, what is it? Is it going, what? Like, is Smash Brothers really that far along that we can have that? Smash Brothers on Switch? Or are they going to just do... Smash Wii U or like what? Be, like there's yeah. so many questions right now. It's definitely a new game. Yeah, what if they just made them were like, hey, here's Melee. Like, oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that actually would be pretty cool. That'd be crazy if they did that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, also, let's see. Uh, really cool news for Killer Instinct. Yes. Uh, Killer Instinct, this is an event uh, news right here, uh, are going to run another tour this year basically, right? And so, um, well, I'm not sure. Like, is it a full-on uh, circuit again, or is it just this one event? No, there are at least two. Okay. So okay. both Combo Breaker and CEO mm. have $15,000 nice. pot bonus okay. tournaments gotcha. for so, KI. Yeah. But Keats on Twitter today said that there's going to be 50000 total. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Hmm. So what that in- includes... I didn't see if there was any more to that. Right, okay. But I did see that info. So there might be like a third event like sometime late in the year. Maybe there's another like big tournament that where there could be $20,000. If you can think of another big tournament that follows <laughs> Combo Breaker and CEO, right. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I have no idea. But right. uh, I, 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 there's going to be something. Okay, I think that's super cool. Yeah, it, it's awesome because the game is no longer getting patched. It's it's stable, like, mm-hmm. and it ended up in a really good place. Right, it's really balanced right now. Balanced, at, so. very interesting characters. So I, that is awesome that they're still doing it. Um, I know that many of the KI players have been trying to move on to other games. They didn't think that the game was getting supported mm-hmm, still, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they were playing, you know, Injustice or Street Fighter or whatever. But um, they're all coming back for this, and, and they should. It, there was a little bit of a blow-up in the scene when uh, this happened because some players who hadn't been playing were like, all right, I'm back. But other players who have been playing the whole time were like, why'd you leave? <laughs> right? Oh, you, it's only you're just coming back for money, huh? Uh, I mean, I, I get it. Like, if you're, if you're a big tournament-winning player and you're trying to make this your job, like, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. You know. But that said, it's very cool that there is this thing coming back and people can get, get into it. I again. mean, the thing about it is there's also a little pride on the line, too. Like, Because even if you were playing it before and if less people are playing it, you're just like, oh, well, you know what? It's fine. I'll move on now. Like, there's always that kind of acceptance, but now, you know, it's back. Might not even be the money necessarily that's bringing them back, but, oh, snap, everybody's going to be playing it, so right. I want to play it, too, right, yeah. and I want to beat all these guys again. So I think, that's a, I think that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, I had actually uninstalled it and I re-downloaded it which took forever because whatever Windows <laughs> it's Windows Store uh, and I played it I've been playing it and and I'm really terrible at it now because I just don't uh-huh, remember uh-huh. a lot of I was never like right. the best at it obviously but I I am much degraded so uh, yeah but I'm getting back into it and it's still a lot of okay, fun cool. it's nice. super fun game nice. super fun game uh, it is still free to play on Windows Store mm-hmm. slash I think there's another game, maybe game console out there. I'm not sure. Only a rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, another console that may have it. I don't know. But there's also it's also on Steam. Okay. You can buy it on Steam. It's not free on Steam, but so it's it's out on PC and some it's, other. I don't know. It's a rumor. There's something else, and also Steam. Okay. It's like the Atari Lynx or something. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Exactly. X X Boon. <laughs> oh man. Um... 
Bonex. What else do we got? Oh, speaking of Evo, by the way, um, the applications for Evo 2018 Volunteer Tournament Judges is open now. So if you want to help be a tournament judge over there, and again, you know, obviously, you know, do it if you really, really want to. And, you know, and if you do become a judge, you know, please treat players fairly. You know, I've definitely heard some, you know, stories about some girls being called like toots or something. Like really? That. Yeah, or something, or honey or something like that. Okay. Yeah, like, wait your turn, honey, kind of thing and stuff like that. But then also at the same time, if people like Chris G and uh, and anybody else is late to their pool, please DQ them Ding. on time. Please just DQ them on time. Busted. That is what you're supposed to do. That is what you're supposed to do. That is what you're supposed to do. So, uh, but definitely uh, applications are open. So uh, check that out if you want to do some help. If you want to help out with Evo, so yeah, it might be called like the X Bong. <laughs> Bort X Bort. <laughs> Export. <laughs> Excuse me, my console <laughs> yes. is already named Export. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, Broly and Bardock came out today. Yeah, I heard that they're out on Xbox. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're out on more now, but when Wait, I left, on the come Export. Here. <laughs> oh, that's the same console. It might be actually. I don't know if that's. I don't true. sound similar. It, kind of, it does it sound could, similar. Maybe it I don't know. Yeah. You're right. Uh -huh. You're right. It sounds similar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I heard it's out for one of those, but I I, I hope it's out for others because I'd like to play them when I got home. But it was definitely not out on Steam when I left. Right. Uh, someone mentioned that Max was streaming them, or, uh, like right now, or something like that. All of our viewers go away. But um, uh, uh, I'd get out of here too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but they're out. We have not had a chance to try them, so hopefully next week we'll be able to talk about them. Our, oh yeah. Our early impressions of them. Uh, Tekken Seven. You know they've had a couple of. Um, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling collaborations, you know, with the costumes and stuff like that. They've had two of them. They've announced a brand new one featuring uh, Tetsuya Naito. Naito, who was uh, Kenny Omega's tag team wrestling partner for the longest of time. And they had, like, this big whole drama thing where then, like, they... It was actually real. So Kenny Omega tweeted this out. Someone actually wrote like this big long article about their history. Okay. It's actually it was actually really cool to read okay. about. I, I mean, like it was just like like eventually like one of them betrayed the other one and he left with this and then and then they didn't talk to each other but they were like great friends and like you know and it was it was actually really kind of cool to okay. read about. So yeah, um, but uh, with the launch of Tekken Seven Bandai, it was a new collaboration for both in-game concept as well. Uh, the next collaboration will be Naito and Tekken's Devil Jin. So it involves a line of clothing, t-shirts, hoodies, and wristbands. Usually, uh, they always have a, um, uh, oh, is that the wrong person? Is that the wrong person? I thought that was Naito. Oh, that's Kota Ibushi. My bad. Okay. My bad. Okay. I thought I was all being all proud that I knew something here. Yeah, hey, I'm wrong. not involved in this conversation. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Kota Obushi was the tag team partner. Okay, okay. Naito is somebody else. Okay. My bad, my bad. My B, my B. Was anyway, so... That. But yes, but the, it is Naito who's doing the yes, thing with uh, Double Jin and whatnot? Yes, yes. There you go. Cool. So, my bad, my bad. Um, okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. 30th anniversary collection was delayed in Japan. Yeah. Only Japan... <laughs> 
Did you see an explanation for that? No, I have I, not. Yeah, I didn't but、either. a lot of people have a theory that maybe Japan wants the Japanese versions of everything instead of the international versions of the games on there. Because I think originally they were just going to get the international versions、ah. with like the names in the oh the reverse yeah、uh-huh. and yeah. So like maybe it's、huh. getting delayed so they can put the Japanese versions in there. Who knows? I'm not sure, but it was delayed in Japan. So lots of theories flying around. So yeah. Oh yeah, there was a show in. Long Beach, with Kenny Omega and all those guys there. Right, I was hoping you'd fill in the blanks. Yes, yeah, they were all、I、there. A whole bunch of people were there. Like Utex was there. Right,、uh, CEO Jabali was there.、Um, uh, I know, like, like you know, Super FX was there. Sanchez、oh, was there.、Sick. They all went to it, and yeah, so there was a bunch of guys out there.、It、just、wow. happened. Heard it was a great show. I think even Logan was there too. So wow, yeah. So they're all just hanging around right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite a quite a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, so a couple of,、uh, well, this one's not really a community thing, but you remember Street Fighter's Assassin Fist, which was、yeah. way better than it deserved to be. Awesome.、Uh, but you know those guys did a great job with it, and apparently this has been in the works for a while because I saw a tweet like finally after three years I can announce this, but they're actually developing a TV show. Yeah. Uh, for this, from the creators of Assassin's Fist, they're actually going to make a full TV show. Uh, for this, and it's the same team that was behind、uh, Assassin's Fist. I don't know if they said what channel, or if it's just going to be online only, or like Netflix. I don't know what the situation、mm. is here, but、uh, I guess it's E1. I think that's that's the people、yeah. making it, not the. Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of other information. Yeah, so you know we can find out when and stuff like that. But that's it's actually going to be super cool. I think. Yeah, it's hopefully, awesome. Hopefully, hopefully. It, okay, Maintains the quality of that Assassin's Fist because Assassin's Fist, like I said, was way better than it needed than, than it than it should have been because no nothing no video game adaptation, especially of Street Fighter,、yeah. has really fared well. But that one was actually really sick. And if、I'm、you haven't、you. seen Assassin's Fist, you really should、It's、if、good. you're a fan of Street Fighter. So it's just a good series.、Mm-hmm. Uh, community news here.、Um, Novel Tataki, who has done a bunch of、uh, tutorial videos,、uh, actually has a, a defensive options、uh, tutorial for Dragon Ball Fighters. So、uh, I believe you can just check this out on his YouTube, which is just YouTube.com/slash/NovelTataki. I'm pretty sure he has a, an official、uh, link. Yeah. Like that. Let me make sure, because not a lot of people do. I think I think they do.、Uh, Novel Tataki. N O V R I L T A T A K I. Yep, he has an official channel there. So, oops, sorry.、Woo. You can check that out.、Um, he has something for defensive options because、um, defensive options are rough in 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 Dragon Ball. You really have to learn your defense in that game. Yeah. So,、um, the last thing here that I have here is that Connecticut's、uh, makers of this fine statue behind us of the the evil Ryu and the、uh, Oni. Uh, are releasing a new statue, and this thing looks really cool to me.、Uh, oh yeah, it's super a, cool! It's a Guilty Gear thing, so、uh, I already have a Dizzy statue, but they are making a brand new Dizzy statue. There you go. Pachu. I mean, it's, it's a nice looking statue. It looks it's, great. It's actually a really nice quality on this thing. So、uh, it's probably going to be pretty pricey. Yep, only five hundred of these dioramas, six hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, I will not be owning one of these things. But, but it's super cool. But look at that. That's so cool. Oh man! Can you get that mouse out of there? Well, I'm just trying to like 
click on these oh, buttons okay. here, so I want it. It's pretty cool. I want gotta it. say. I want it. But I don't know if I'll be able to get it. I'll have to talk to Connecticut's. Wanna <laughs> wanna sponsor Ultra Chen TV again? <laughs> oh man, that's so look at the rocks. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. But great. I mean high quality stuff. So yes, it's pricey, but it's really nice quality. Yeah, right. It's really nice. High quality, quality stuff. So all right, that's all I have for news here. Oh, Oops, I um, forgot to change the topic here. Well, a big one that we haven't talked about was Final Round maybe shutting down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. there's a yeah, there's yeah. a big Facebook post put up by Larry uh aka Shenblanca Shenblanca who has been running Final Round for the last twenty one years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, about how he was stepping aside and expected that Final Round would be doing the same, but kind of maybe left the door open a little bit, somebody else doing it maybe. Uh, he essentially talked about how the attendance was way down two-thirds. I forget if it's a two-thirds drop or if it's two-thirds of what the attendance was in 2016. Right, yeah, uh-huh. But in any case, a big, big I drop-off. Mean, it's, such a, it's such an unfortunate thing. You can't really ju- compare it to 2016, right? So. Well, the issue is that 2016 was the year that Street Fighter V first came out. So they had 1,000 players in Street Fighter V, mm-hmm, which is way too big for their venue. Right, their venue had already been... Right. It had uh-huh. already kind of run out of room, but that was, like, way too right. big. So there were a ton of extra problems that weren't there before. There were problems before, for sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was definitely exacerbated. So after that year, many people learned that they shouldn't go to Final Round. It was, like, their lesson from right. it. But uh-huh, Larry's uh-huh. lesson from it was... I need to get a bigger venue right. to have more people, uh, to uh, uh, allow more people to, to be in there. So it's this unfortunate situation where he's spending more money on a much bigger venue and fewer people are actually coming to mm-hmm. spend money, right? And, and, and then this year was actually worse than last year even in terms of attendance. Meanwhile, he's still spending a lot of money on this big venue. So it, it kind of sucks, but having blown up as it did in 2016 kind of was the beginning of the end yeah in a in a way just and now that since they were the first major their first premiere on the tour it's hard to know that there were going to be that many people right and and then the unfortunate thing about it is i felt like 2017 final round went well it did go better and you know but you know damage is done i guess like nobody went this year and it's a really unfortunate situation like i felt like everyone should have seen like oh 2016 final round i'm 2017 final round was great again yeah so let's all go back but it just it It was definitely better this year also was i mean from what i heard this year was better run than last year Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even so yeah it definitely sucks it's definitely crappy as people are talking about in the chat final round was the second biggest tournament in the year after a while for for Uh many years it was the biggest and in fact players from the southeast considered their evo for a long period of time Mm -hmm. there are players who were some of the best in in the country in various games who didn't go to evo they just went to final round there were quite a few of those so have you seen this hydration bot thing in the chat Uh, what am i looking at it's a hydration bot that tells you you've been live for over two hours you should definitely have drank and some drink some water so Oh, I'm getting plenty of liquid myself. But yeah, it, I mean, from the, what Larry sounds like, he's pretty much done with it. But it sounds like, you know, he could still maybe change his mind. I mean, I, I wrote in the Facebook thread and I was like, you know what? Bring it back to the original venue. Like, bow out of being a Capcom Pro Tour Tekken World Tour event, which would suck for me because then I probably wouldn't be able to go, mm. right? But just bring it back to what it used to be. 
uh, nice little, uh, you know, a very uh, cozy kind of tournament, you know. Yeah, kind of grassrootsy kind of feel thing. Like that makes sense because that's that's that. what they want. Yeah, that's definitely uh-huh. what Larry wants. Uh, it, it, they have not done some of what the other tournaments have done. They mm-hmm. they haven't like gotten the sort of extra things like the little art area and the and the pool party and the and right. The, you know, yeah. There was a twenty four hour venue this year, but it wasn't actually in the venue. Mm-hmm. It was in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I so mean, the, a lot of other problems also came from the fact that this year they had to have those clear backpacks and stuff yeah, like that. Which is the venue's requirement. Right, which is the venue's requirement and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I think that would be cool if they could just be like a grassroots thing because I think that's where their heart is. And it would be, yeah. be great too if, you know, Atlanta's a big city with a lot of players and that that's like a good sort of regional Fix <laughs> North Carolina, Georgia, you know, Northern Florida. Right. Like, there's a lot of areas around there that have scenes that don't really have like a great their own tournament, right? You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Atlanta was just in a really good spot, really good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that this means that the grassroots is dying because other grassroots tournaments are still going on, um, but I do think that there were. I mean, I think I think it was this really unfortunate thing of them. Not expecting a thousand players for Street Fighter, which is hard to expect. Right. They could have been doing a better job. I mean, they needed a right, bigger yeah, venue yeah, anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But but that many more people right. they didn't expect. I mean, the the, the so. thing about it is, after it happened, every other tournament was like, oh crap, let's make sure we're ready for this. Definitely. And so they didn't get to suffer. The, I mean, it was literally because, like you said, they were the first one, so they yeah. got really screwed over. They for sure, really, man. Really did. They did so. not expect it. They did not expect yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember talking with people at. Uh, NCR and at uh, I don't know if I went to Combo Breaker that year, but CEO, you know, there's talking with people, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they were all like, "Yeah, like we saw what happened in the final round. We got to get ready. Right. Like, we have to mm-hmm, make sure mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. everything is in order." So it was a lesson for everybody else, but they unfortunately were the were the guinea pigs for that, and I think that that was a big part of why it ended up failing. Mm-hmm. Again, though, I don't want to minimize the fact that there were issues previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they could have did different things to handle, you know, uh, even the even the. 2016, uh, I'm sorry, the 20, yeah, 2016 the, thousand the, entrance, yeah. yeah. They could have did stuff to handle that, but, you know. Didn't, didn't go well. So. Didn't go well. But, yeah, yeah. again, uh, I really hope that uh, that Larry does stick around. I mean, I feel like ideally he sticks around, for the scene's sake, mm-hmm, he sticks mm-hmm. around and turn him sticks around. But if that's not the case, uh, then I hope he still comes to events because it would be nice to just hang out with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and... Even if that doesn't happen, I hope that there's something in Atlanta. In Atlanta, I want like yeah, an Atlanta yeah, tournament exactly. so that people can actually okay. play in their scene. So, yeah, but unfortunate. I hope Larry the best. You know, I hope he continues to have a lot of success in all sorts of other things. You For know, sure. if he decides to stop doing fighting game stuff. And honestly, to to, to be fair to like. The stresses of being a TO are are, are just ridiculous. Like yeah. the amount of stuff that you have to deal with as a TO is pretty on uh, on a level that if it's just not worth it anymore like you've tried to put on this event you do all this stuff you got a bigger venue you try to correct all the problems everyone's still talking smack or whatever like that and it's just like at some point in time you're like why why i don't even want to do this anymore and you know if it's i mean i told him i'd be sad to see it go but you know do what you want to do for yourself if you want to get a break from this and because you know it's just too stressful and whatever like absolutely do, do you you know what i mean so it's not an easy gig 
It's really not. No. It's not a gig that many people would really want to do, you know. Yeah. And I feel like we don't even hear that narrative anymore that it's easy. Right? I feel like that's all, that's yeah, died, uh, which is uh-huh. good because yeah, it should be dead. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> even Rick in the in the chat, uh, you know, the Hado who runs Combo Breaker, just said it's a it's an interesting collection of stressors. Yes. Yeah. For sure. So. And, and, and again, I, the way that I've always told everybody who wants to be a TO, I'm like, you know, it's not about preventing disasters. It's about how fast can you react to them. It happens every time. It happens yeah. every, you can't get away. You can't get away from it. So. Well, I do think it'd be nice if they uh, at least stuck around as a grassroots tournament. Well, but. He did say that he's going to stick around at least to help with the Fall Classic this year. Right. So he's not gone yet. That's true. Right? So he'll definitely be helping with the Fall Classic. So That is true. There you go. But, you know, things have changed. The fighting game scene doesn't necessarily want the same things that were there in tournaments years right. ago. And, and that's, that's, I don't know if that's, that's not, I feel like that's not the same thing as the esportsification of stuff. It's no, just that no, 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 we've, we've yeah. come to expect that there's not just going to be the tournament, that there's going to be other things to do mm-hmm. uh, in, in a venue or, or at a tournament. Right. And, and Final Round didn't really keep up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that's, Again, it's not. I don't think it's just that there was that giant year that ended up, you know, causing big problems <laughs> that then caused big problems for attendance right, in the future. Right. It's not uh-huh. just that. It's a lot of th- little things. There's other there. stuff too, yeah. but um, yeah, they they hadn't really kept up. So. Okay. So, some people it's in the bummer. chat are are mentioning also that I guess uh, Super Arcade has announced that they passed inspection. Yes, that's true. So. Mike Watson posted on Twitter today that it's all done. Right. So there's probably a couple of things they need to finish, and it will be open indeed in October in 2019. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no, no, that's cool. I hope that means it opens up soon. They have definitely done some events there, like they've ran a couple of streams at the Super Arcade venue and everything like that, but it wasn't quite open as a business yet. But I guess this means finally it will be. Yeah. So, well, there you go. wish them all the best of luck, of course. Yeah. Uh, also, very cool that the new Xanadu is open. Did you see that? Oh, there's a new Xanadu, huh? Yeah. Oh, they so already the one closed down and then a new one propped It's a sick looking up. venue, dude. Really? Oh, I think I did see a video of okay. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, nice, nice. Okay, so they're not out uh, a scene in Virginia area, right? It's or... still happening. Old... Okay. Actually, I don't know I don't know where the new one is. It was in Baltimore previously, but okay. I don't know okay. where it is now. Oh, okay, okay. Got is it still in Baltimore? I feel like I should know the answer to that. <laughs> it's a very, very cool-looking venue. Yep. Let me know where it is. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything else that you have to say? Anything else that you would like to talk about? Where is Laurel in Maryland? I don't know where that is. <laughs> oh, it Maryland. was de- it okay. was definitely October last October that Mike Watson said it would guarantee it would be open that month. So. We gave him the out. Too. We gave. Him, I was like, "Are you sure you <laughs> yeah. want? Are you sure you want it? Like, you don't need to say that." Right? Uh-huh. We were like, you know, because you've said it, you know. Oh, yeah. So we, and he was like, "No, for sure." Yeah. So, yeah. But I really do hope it succeeds. I really hope. Oh, he, of course. Yeah, I hope he can make it work. So definitely, really, man. Really hope it does. So halfway between Baltimore and DC. Ah, huh? uh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Okay. Y'all good? Uh, I think so. Let me think. Is there anything else? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Oh, uh, Injustice Two Legendary Edition is that what it's being called? Oh, I feel like I should know this because I've been playing a butt ton of it. But in any case, <laughs> the like final version of it came out. Okay, okay. And it's really cool. They did some really nice things. They made it so that the level cap on characters is now 30 instead of 20. Okay. 
which is nice. You get to find more gear. There's more gear. Okay, okay. It's pretty cool. There's also a new, like, training mode, practice mode thing that is uh, very helpful. It, like, teaches you a lot of fundamentals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that they were going to, they said that they are going to try to come out with, like, the, the best tutorial ever. Yeah, it really is a good tutorial. Okay. It, it, really, it really teaches you a lot of stuff okay. from super beginner things, like walking and moving and mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. to what frame data is mm -hmm. to you know it's like there's like okay. a big progression and okay. it's in a progression and for doing it you get rewards like gear and whatnot uh -huh, so uh -huh. there's like an incentive for people who are just in it to get the gear to right, go right. through it okay they did a really good job okay they did a really good job i need to go check that out is that is that can you update your current injustice to, yeah you don't yeah, have to buy okay, new stuff okay so it'll be in there okay i'm definitely want to take a look at it then yeah it's awesome take a look at it so. nice job to them so as a result i have been so you can you can create bots. You can like make an, yeah, yeah, an yeah, AI, yeah. right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then have the AI play for you through right, like uh -huh. the multiverses and whatever. So you get gear. So I've been doing that. So I've just been like doing work and having my console on at the same time. And my console will just be like getting loot, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so I've been getting. I'm already at level thirty with. Uh, both Bane and Swamp Thing nice. and Dr. Fate's at like 25 now. And My friend, like, he <laughs> just grinding. He, he doesn't have a lot of friends on his consoles. Like, I'm one of the only ones, and he just says all he does is beat up on my guys because I've never, like, I've never improved them. Damn. Like, I gave, I, like, set him up, gave him, like, some default armor, and then I never touched him again. So my guys are really crappy right now. So uh, Ed Boone also tweeted that there's going to be news about Injustice yeah. 2 esports, uh -huh. but I don't. I didn't see that info come out before we started the show, so let me know if that's anything's come out yeah. since then. But in any case, there should be something. Yeah. Last week, the community kind of freaked out that there wasn't an announcement mm -hmm. of like the Injustice Pro Tour. Right, yeah, yeah, the uh, IPS again. The IPS, right, yeah. But I went back and looked at when it was announced last year, and it was announced in May. Right, because uh -huh. remember, Combo Breaker was the first event. Right, right. Yeah. So uh -huh. like, if they're going to do anything like that timeline, they still have plenty of time. Right. So exactly. I'm not worried myself. Exactly, so... And yeah, uh, we can't really say whether the Injustice tutorial is better than the Uni Unist one right now because you haven't tried the Unist one. Fact. I haven't tried the Injustice one, so we don't. But I might just jump on Injustice and find out. It's really good. So yeah, see how it looks. So. You, you play as Batman. That's a good choice to make you play as. Actually, I guess. Because then yeah. you'll... Also, there's like a... already a top-tier player then. That's true, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a Bruce Wayne outfit. Oh, that's right. He just uh, looks like Bruce Wayne, which is pretty sick, Bruce actually. Wayne. Yeah, it, it looks nice. He's got a suit on. Anyways, yeah. whatever, man. <laughs> I hope all the dialogue is so. It was usually you all along. <laughs> that would be so Bruce cool. Lee, you know, like, <laughs> that would be awesome. Be actually, kind of funny. So uh, they all know who he is, right? Nobody knows who he is. I think don't don't all the heroes already know who he is? Oh, the heroes may not not necessarily. I mean, like. The Justice League cartoon had the best one, actually, because they actually did have secret identities, right? And there was one point in time they had to hide from, like, all this, like, crazy people, like, like bad guys looking for them and everything. Uh -huh. So, like, let's change into these clothes or whatever like that. And then one person was like, but wouldn't that mean we'd have to reveal our secret identities to each other? And Batman goes, uh, Clark Kent. Barry Allen, Bruce Wayne, that, like that, and he's like, "Let's go!" <laughs> it was like cool. It was like a great scene, dude. <laughs> I thought that was actually a really cool scene. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty um, sure they all know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I do have my own law firm. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, was it? Was it? Wasn't Barry? West, Barry Allen? That's right. It was Wally West. The cartoon had him as Wally West. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so Bruce knew all of them, and he just revealed it right there. Just so they what a cheesy fellow. And then, of course, there was the episode where 
Lex Luthor and Flash changed bodies. And that was kind of an inside joke because the, the, the guy who played Lex Luthor on Smallville does the voice for Flash. Really? And so for one episode, they just did that as a joke. Oh, that's pretty funny, actually. switched him, right? And so he was playing uh, Lex Luthor again, right? But then Lex Luthor was the Flash, and, you know, he's walking around. He's like, at least I'll finally be able to find out his secret identity. He walks into the bathroom, and he, like, takes off the mask, and he's like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> I've not seen that clip, actually. Yeah. That's right. That's great. That's dude. right. <laughs> the Justice League cartoon was so good. Like, all they had to do for the movies was just redo the cartoon, dude. Like, hey. seriously, man. Oh, animated universe is so good for DC. Uh, oh, anyways. Oh, okay. Uh, don't think I have anything else to say. So, if that's it, then I guess we can call it a night then. I finished my slip box. Did I say that last time? Oh, uh, I know you were working on it, so... It's done. Yeah. Nice. Okay, is it working again? Mm-hmm. So you can play with it again? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's why I've been See, playing. It's funny. You, you, I saw you retweet like that keyboard project where someone basically like stole your idea for that, right? Way before me. Oh, but, okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it all comes from the same idea of like an ergonomic mm-hmm. keyboard, which has been around. Right, it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, you got the bird? I remember this time. I remember. Oh, you are you signed Kizzy K. Oh, that's awesome. Good job to Ki- I'm glad. I'm glad. Kizzy K deserves it. It's a good player. Good player. Congratulations to Kizzy K. I dedicate these bird tweets to Kizzy K. <laughs> <laughs>